Jokes. Let me break off a piece of this joke on that old guy over there. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to record on my end. I'm recording on my end. I'm recording my end. Your butt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Every time like we're just having a deep conversation, we're getting into the nuances of revolution, and then every time it's Zach's turn to talk, it's just... It's just rip, ripping a wet one. Just ripping Rogers. Some, yeah. some, some days when I talk, I feel like that's all that's coming out. <laughs> Same for me, too. And sometimes, yeah. I fucking, sometimes I rip one and I wonder if it's audible, but I don't think. Yeah, I did listen to one of our episodes and my peeing is always audible. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I didn't notice that. I've never yeah. had either. So that's, you know, that's on me. No, well, now fine. it's now it's different because my re- <laughs> recording place is it right next to uh, man. We really through the pandemic, we've released some fucking episodes, <laughs> some epipens, some episodes. Drop. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends with better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. My name is Matt. Hello. I mean, say. I'm I'm lipstick lesbian. I mean, I'm Zach. Tight. I'm a butch. Butch yeah. is here. I, I tweeted, I texted y'all last night that like you know Mark Andrews when he debuts is going to be Twink, but I think that uh, Flash Morgan Webster actually will be lipstick lesbian. <laughs> I hope that as the it's time, pretty much just like um, subculture, just with Pete Dunn. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. cool. Subculture rocks. Yeah, I, it'll be I, the gay subculture. I do hope that when, as you hear this episode, that Butch is only getting stronger and stronger in, at SmackDown, and I hope that that reigns supreme. Yeah. Uh, you know over... what? Um, yeah. I was gonna say. Um, you know, th- there's way worse name changes that have happened. Yeah. And... Recently, even. Yeah, and so you know what? With this one, and with his debut, and how it went down, um, you you almost have to chalk this up as a win because mm-hmm. I mean, hell, look at Carrying Cross. He had the weird little gladiator shit and lost his girl, his smoke, his cool entrance. Lost to Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And the cool helmet. Like, Got a real cool helmet and then was fired. So, um, Butch showing up like this, um, and they, I will say, like, like in canon, the way that Seamus and Ridge explained it was, hey, he goes by a different name, but we've always known him as his nickname, Butch. Mm. Which I, mean, is, I, just, okay, I just, according to my British friend, exactly. is like, is like in like Cockney slang or whatever. It's like a friend of like your dad's who's like kind of shady and may or may not have murdered somebody. So yeah. like they probably were like, okay, this is cool, but they didn't think about the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not but at it's, all. 
it's also a, it's a cool name. It is Butch. a cool name. You get your especially fucking especially stylized in all caps. Butch. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You if you come up against somebody with a, just a single all caps name Butch, you're getting your fucking ass beat. No yeah. question. Yeah. How? Yeah. It's absolutely. Very, it's very Green Street Hooligans. Like mm. they feel like a soccer team that would also kill you. I just I just love that. Like in kayfabe recently, it, it was established that Seamus and Ridge Holland like just met. Um, and they're like, we've always known this guy as this, like, did you know him separately? Like, it's not a big island. Did he bring you together? Yeah, maybe, maybe just throughout everything, because, I mean, Pete Dunn and Ridge would have at least a little bit of history that you can go back and see, with, like, NXT and also being, like, Pat McAfee guys, Mm -hmm. um, but maybe it's just, like, they've just known of him by, and like, separately. I've had friends that are like, oh, I know you, and then you also know this other person. That's actually, like, you know, almost every episode of this podcast at some point, we talk about someone yeah. that all four of us well, know. That's actually, that's how this podcast started, was also, us yes. knowing other people that we then knew and then started talking wrestling very, with. Very true. Um, also, we talked about Bush. We should say... Uh, uh, happy that Big E is alive and happy that he doesn't. Uh, surgery. We should probably explain what's happening. So, Big E um, broke his neck. Yeah, he broke his, frig- he broke his oh, well, friggin' neck. Yes, he didn't. He fractured it. Speaking of uh, of Ridge Holland, Ridge Holland was giving him an over the head belly to belly. Something went wrong with it. No, I'm not. Nobody's talking shit about Ridge. Yeah, I, I know he went and visited Big E in the hospital, but Big E landed right on the top of his right head. on the stack mm-hmm. of dimes. Fractured two vertebrae. Luckily, no, no other damage. Still has feelings. Still has like movement. Um, probably scary for a moment. Um, probably still kind of scary, like having a broken neck. Yep. But he is the most positive fucking person in the world. We do not deserve Biggie. Like the videos mm-hmm. he released um, since then have. We're just. Uh, I, I, I even going to say inspiring. Like I would say so just, too. Mm. He's just a, a good dude, and then the response that. All the other wrestlers and fans, uh, no matter the three letters that are attached to their name, um, like for Big E, it was always really cool. And I think sometimes in wrestling, we need those like coming together moments. And I wish it wasn't just on injuries and shit like that, because there's so much discourse and bullshit. Mm-hmm. So seeing like like somebody so universally loved like Big E and seeing how like it just brought like kind of wrestling, especially like wrestling Twitter kind of together. Wild. And it's and, true too. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. I was well, saying, and I think we just need all need to be a little more like E. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. And it, it's a good reminder that like the people you love watching in this sport that we love watching and obviously talking about weekly, uh, in a flash, they could be done. You know, I mean their career could be done. Worst case scenario, something worse could happen. And like uh it's just a good also reminder to 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 cherish that uh we live in a, a wild ass time to, of amazing pro wrestling and these performers put so much on the line for our goddamn entertainment mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. uh it's nice to it's it's easy to nitpick about wrestling and stuff too but at the end of the day we really these people put it all out there for us and it's it is so cool to see that love come back to them when when something really scary happens yeah yeah Rich holland should just stay away from debuts <laughs> yeah, that's true too and again i i feel like you hear it so often that in the in this world like that shit does happen this is like a strike two for ridge holland but like um you know accidents happen and just learn and don't drop anyone on that stack of dimes they call a neck yep um i hope what this does for biggie is like 
when he is healthy and able to come back that he gets the the title run that he deserves. Sometimes yeah. sometimes it takes something fucking awful wild happening in real life for Vince to be like, oh, people like him. Oh, he's, he's people really like him. This is good. Yep. Let's yeah. break his neck again. Let's break more of his body. But that's actually yeah. not what we're here to talk about today, is no. it? No. No. Today, uh, we're not talking about... Uh, well, you haven't even Butch. heard our, our NXT episodes, what? but we are going to talk about uh, NXT Revolution. Oh, I mean, AEW Revolution. Um, no, 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 you're right. Yeah, whether that was intentional oh. or not. No, it was definitely <laughs> intentional, <laughs> except uh, the women's division in, uh, in NXT was much better than this. Um, well, it we might will, still we will get. It I might have... still be, and that's pretty rough to say. Ooh. I've got some I've got some thoughts that I've never expressed on the show before when we get into this. Um, but let's yeah, AEW Revolution, big, big, big show. Uh he wasn't well, there, he's but, probably playing Destiny, he's probably playing that Witch Queen DLC that just came out. There's some cool stuff. There was some whatever stuff, but um I thought it top to bottom I had a fucking blast and a half, I will say. Yeah, like the the show kind of just felt like it had a uh, you know it's just a big old big old big old feeling event and it, which I don't typically think of like I, I don't I guess I haven't fully familiarized myself or maybe AEW just hasn't been around long enough to really solidify the idea of like what are their big four or five a year? Well, you know, they only have four pay per views. They only have four, so it's all, it's all the pay per views. They're all they really only have four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they just have a lot of things all shows. out. Revolution and full gear. I think uh, yeah, full that's true. They just like the yeah, that's, that's true. Like they just the, do a lot of like weird Wednesday, like Bash at the Beach episode or like yeah. Halloween hat. It's just there. I got you. You're, you're yeah. literally naming the NXT ones. But. <laughs> and they're, they're the fucking same. No, what was the beach yeah, break? Like, beach break. Beach break. Beach break in Ohio. It was in Cleveland. But what were you <laughs> gonna say about full gear? You say? I think full gears. I think the lowest one. But I it's also all- the Hangman one. Yeah, it's it's also the lowest one. Yeah, because usually, usually, um, it seems like the one that's in Chicago is like the that's like all out is like the supposed to be. I think the big one because that's where like it all started. And then yeah. Double or Nothing too, I think is supposed to be like really big. Revolution Double or Nothing was the first like AEW AEW one because it was yeah. all in, and then Double or Nothing. Yeah, so. and so Revolution and. Um, Full gear, kind of the ones that came after. So, if we want to go timeline, I guess it would be that. So, yeah, for like a, a show that you know is a big, a big, uh, a big pay per view, I thought it delivered. I mean, I uh, instead of like trying to scam my way into a login, I paid fifty dollars, and I'm not mad about it. Same, actually. This is the first <laughs> one I've actually paid for ever, it, and it was so. all out of laziness. We should have shared it, but oh well, mm. <laughs> oh well. I I, watched, I, uh, I I tried to watch it illegally and they shut me down and so I was like fine I'll give you money. <laughs> I found a good one for with the nefarious means. No, I I totally bought it too. Wink 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 wink. Yeah, I bought it with all my money. <laughs> wink 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 wink. Um, Legal tender exchange for goods and services. My USD. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's talk about the buy-in. Missed okay, it. Missed it completely. Well, I missed one great match. Um, uh, it was a, it, it had people. Go, let's go through. Let's go. Through. Yeah, hit me. So, uh, Chris Statlander versus uh, Layla Hirsch. 
Legit Layla Hirsch. Who is strong um, as fuck. How is Chris Statlander supposed to be the baby face in this feud when she's making fun I, of Layla for being adopted? I don't what? know. But I've been wondering about this too. Also, like they like not even like they just like dropped the fact like she was like supposed to be an alien, like completely. Mm. Like it's just like, oh, she kind of looks like Spacey. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's so weird. I think she should come out like funny. speaking like a weird alien, just like they should or like, like Marvin the Martian. Yeah, that'd be um, tight. When I was a little kid, like, I had that's a really uh, Marvin the Martian alarm clock that was um, oh, literally the most annoying thing ever created because his Marvin would. Where's the boom? You know, he'd go wake up, Earthling. You don't have a light year. Wake up, Earthling! You don't. That's all you would say over and over. Hell that yeah. clock would have been thrown at the wall. My mom destroyed it. Literally <laughs> destroyed it. I, I, I miss novelty alarm clocks, but that's for a different corner. That's a different corner of this show. Yeah. Um. So my notes are say uh, I'd call this match pretty good. Be good. Be good. And for a buy-in, that's really all you can ask for. By the way, my recording just died, so we're going off the Zoom audio, everyone. Zoom. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to stop this one. So That makes my other job so much easier. <laughs> okay. Customer but, support? Um, yeah, it was, um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a match. It happened. It wasn't offensive. People got into the, the fall season, so hey, you know what? Yeah. did its job. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping uh, I mean, there were three women's matches on this card, so that's kind of something. I know. Yeah, I was. I was hoping that would others. bleed over. I was hoping that would bleed over into dynamite and ramp. Well, rampage. They treat different, but yeah. I we'll we'll so we'll, uh, we'll get into that too. Yeah, I have I have some things. Um, QT Marshall versus Hook. Um, Hook one. Hook Whatever. one. I don't. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I've been sort of fucking ambivalent, and I've missed a lot of what the fuck everyone's freaking out about about Hook. And then I'm just assuming he's young and he's and he's uh, attractive. Yep. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. I, never mind. I am caught up. I am he's, caught up. He's young. He's hot. He's got a good name. That's all and you he, need. And, he, and he's Taz's boy. That's yeah. true. And I and don't like QT Marshall. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about QT Marshall. And now, like they're like, like I since Cody left. I feel bad for all of the Cody guys. That's what I feel too. They're like, well, this is a nightmare factory. It's like, dude, your guy fucking bailed on you. Like, has Dustin been on TV since Cody left? I don't think uh, so. I don't, know. I don't think I don't so. Know. But I mean, I he guess on, on, probably on AEW kind of, Dark, Dark he's, Evolution. He's always kind of on and off and everything. Okay. Elevation. He's mostly training people and stuff, anyways. That's more his thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I, I it's a decent match. Yeah, it was a pre-show. It's the pre-show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, maybe one of the most fun um, I had: uh, Kings of the Black Throne versus Death Triangle with Eric Redbeard. Redbeard Bittner is back, baby. Yeah, he, I thought he looked really good, actually, like better than he has in a while. So. This yeah, is same. one of his best matches since the stairs match. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like one of my notes is all six of these guys are cool. I love all of them. They're all they really great. do seem like they like they would all hang out together. Except, <laughs> in the except back. fucking except Buddy. He needs to get he needs to get tatted up. I I hate his fucking. I've always hated his fucking trunks. 
The stupid little weird like floppy cuts. Stop it. I like his floppy cuts. You leave him alone. You didn't no, even watch. Needs, uh, I watched this yeah, match as the first match proper. No, this is still on the pre-show. Oh, I watched yeah, this one. Still, I watched uh, this uh, one. Yeah. Buddy, buddy, listen to me. Piece of shit. I'm not your buddy the, guy. We've got the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. <laughs> this is a buddy. Just sick as fuck, though. Yeah, it's a different song. It's not Colin Young's song. I, I wish it was um I wish they would have come up to the um old uh Fucking Buddy Murphy and uh, Wesley Blake song, the fucking dubstep cowboy shit. Wow, 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 wow. Um, but yeah, uh, there was a point where Redbeard took everyone out. Classic, classic big boy Brutalized move. Them. Uh, Brody did a cannonball senton, and that's scary. He's big. Mm. He's, he's big. It, he he's very very big, and then like fucking Rowan's a bit bigger than him. Yeah, and like when you see like these some of these Fed guys that like Rowan was like pretty big, but he was never like like oh he's a giant like oh he's just a big dude. It's like in in WWE, and then he go over here. You're like oh yeah, yeah. Well, oh, they yeah. stuck Braun Strowman next to him, it made him look like <laughs> yeah normal dude. I always I'm kind of of two minds when I see a big guy like Brody King do kind of big high flying stuff where it's like it's fun because it you're like I don't expect to see that from someone that stature but also you look at like big guys who who've flown even big dudes like Vader who just did the Vader bomb no disrespect that fucking ruins your big boy body I worry for big boys like that but I love watching and also then you start getting into oh go ahead I listened to him on a podcast and he's like, yeah, I I'm chilling out with that stuff. I'm not doing it as much. Cause he like sometimes used to do straight up Lucha. Cause uh, he yeah. trained, he like trained in Lucha. And so like, he so was just like, because you can, doesn't mean the frame that God gave you wants to put a, up with that. It's basically what he said. He's like, I can do it, but I shouldn't if I want to keep going. Cause he started old. He's like 34. Yeah. And he started when he was like 30. I, I just think he's really cool, and you hate to see someone go out early because they're doing shit that makes everyone go like, oh, I shouldn't watch people that big. Don't do that. Yeah, and th- then you start getting into the, like, mindset to, like, I know, like, I've seen this argument a lot on online, and it's almost like a Jim Cornette-ass one where it's like, oh, well, if the big guys are doing this stuff, and so what makes it special and the small guys do it now? That's true, too. That it's does more special because kinda... it looks cleaner. Like, Brody... No, no, but... No, but even then, though, it's like, oh, if like, you know, Brody King can do a fucking like imploding 450 when Mustafa Ali does the same thing. It's like, oh, what? Like, I guess that's kind of cool. Like, this guy's way bigger and still did it. So is it that impressive? It starts like devolving into that mindset. But I think when you pick your spots and know when to do the cool stuff and when to bust it out, mm-hmm. then it, it ends up being super cool. It's For kind of sure. like in, in WWE, there was a while where. Every fucking person did a suicide dive, so I did not give a fuck about a dive. Like, no. I, I don't care that, like, Tazawa, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Ambrose, every fucking person did the exact same fucking suicide the dive. The only person who I cared cares. about was Samoa Joe's because it was different. You did a fucking... Mm, the yeah, he did a forearm in there, the elbow And also, elbow. because, like, out of the guys doing it, he was the largest, and, like, it's, it looks impressive, and then so when... Rollins is doing. You're like, cool. Your fucking Thanks. Ambrose Thanks, Colby. was so fucking 
bad back then. Barely, <laughs> agree, barely agreed. shove. Just shove you. Um, let's Brother get into shove. the 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 oh House of Black one. Uh, they Could had be. to use the mist. They can't like, and, get, and fucking the Red Beard took two black masses. Yeah, he's got, he's got a strong jaw. It's the beard. Yeah, was the first kick was to to break down the shield defense of the beard. The second yep. one was full chin. Yep. Shield. Um. Then we got the show proper: Jericho versus right. Kingston. Um. I haven't liked a Jericho match in a long time. I was thoroughly entertained. Yep. Yep. He brought it out. Kingston brought it out of Jericho. Jericho brought it out of Kingston. Fucking loved it. Like, I love Eddie Kingston. He's not, he's not, he's Say not, it. he's not great in the ring. He's, but he's a brawler and that's fun to watch. So he and does what he needs to do. He fun gets to it watch done against Jericho. Um, yeah, I was curious about that too, because I was like, uh, truly, Eddie is not somebody you go to to watch a, a technical clinic, but Jericho is somebody that depending on Jericho's so such a vet that he's adaptable to like any style that he's wrestling with. So I was curious to see what this, cause Jericho's also been like trying to, you know, he's been playing with that brawler gimmick since he's been basically yeah, since he got the Judas event nineties, all Japan match. <laughs> but I was going to say, yeah. they just, yeah, which they is, just brought it out of each other, which is Eddie's thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. And you can tell this, this was like Jericho being like, I can do any style you want. Let's go. And Jericho's also looking this. cut, dude. Jericho mm-hmm. looks like he's doing that thing where he's like, I you think know, he like, quit drinking. I think that's the thing, dude. Or, I think like, that's it. I think he did either the that or like at least he isn't even like, or maybe just not drinking a bottle of fucking Tito's every night. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he just he just it's crazy what not drinking alcohol does does to you. But also, yeah. I mean, he was he for a while, Juice. and not. I'm 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 very like sensitive to fucking like uh, give props to Jericho because he's all he's he teeters that line of someone I just cannot defend, but also yeah, like teeters teeters it. He teeters it, dude. Because, yeah. But, like, he's also, you know, he was spending so much time pulling double duty between wrestling and being on the road with his fucking rock and roll band, dude. Yeah. So, like. And uh, being in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Or his wife, you know, supporting his spouse who was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. He was looking cut. He was looking trim. They had a great match. It opened the night well. Loved Mm it. Mm -hmm. Crowd loved it. Yep. Uh, Eddie, Eddie got the win. He got the big one. He got the fucking big one, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then we got uh, the young. And Bucks. then Jericho did oh. not shake his. That's true. Hand. He I promised he fucking down. would. Yeah. He promised he, he would. And then oh, didn't well, he come out on dynamite and say sorry? Yeah. I didn't shake yeah, your and hand. The, and that's it. And then it nope, really So good. then the the follow up on that was um, on dynamite. He comes out like I need to shake your hand. Blah blah blah. So they shook hands. Then two and Daniel Garcia come out. Uh, kind of pushed Jericho down and then beat the shit out of Kingston. And then it turns out Jericho's with them. Hager comes out with them. They are the Jericho Appreciation Society. 2.0, Daniel Garcia, Jake Hager, and uh, Jericho. Okay. Yeah. So oh, the, yeah, inner circle, the inner circle's dead. Because well, we'll the see. Ortiz are the inner circle's head. dead. Long live the inner circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'm sure there's going to be, because AEW doesn't like to... Uh, when it's angles that they care about, they don't like to leave loose ends. So I think there'll probably be some sort of wrap up there with the inner yeah, circle. Yeah, and we're just gonna get like a three year Jericho versus inner circle fucking battle now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Exactly. Yeah. Santana Ortiz will literally never just get to be a tag team. <laughs> I 
no. They, what, the one the, thing the I was hoping. Like, hey, we want you with Jericho. They should have said no because they probably <laughs> be multiple time champs now, like in the mix and like the next match. Like that would have been something. Nope. Like, they said yes to Jericho and look. Like look what at like the, the next the next match that we're gonna cover. Imagine Santana and Ortiz being part of this division. Oof. Oof. It would have made so much more sense than yep. yeah, one but but yeah, Not the, the Jericho verse. The next match, the Young Bucks versus Red Dragon versus uh, Jurassic Express for the I, AEW I, Tag as, Team Championship. As going in Raw calls Red Dragon, and I can't help but steal this Redragon to Dragon again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like them. I yeah. like them a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, you I can tell that they they got Bobby some polishing up by uh, um, by like Hunter and Sean too. Just like. Like now together, like oh, there, like I've watched a billion Red Dragon matches and mm-hmm. Undisputed Era, and it's just like remembering what they used to do, like in Ring of Honor and other places. It's like, oh, you guys really got some polishing done, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. I love fucking Kyle O'Reilly a lot, Bobby new, Fish, new dad. the entire time. You could just hear him on the fucking. Just mic. wouldn't I shut could, the fuck up. And that is definitely like a Fed thing that they yeah. would do, like when they were undisputed era. It was really funny though. Well, and in the in the empty rings too, they like. Mm-hmm. I think all WWE wrestlers enhanced that, like yelling in the ring, and now they like yeah. kind of mic the ring sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they literally do. That's why it's so the ring's so loud. <laughs> Oh yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, the uh the Bucks and uh Redragon isolated Jungle Boy for a lot of the match. Uh, yeah. as you do so that, Jack uh, Perry. Luchasaurus doesn't have to uh work longer than his knees will allow. That's what I was honestly thinking. It's like this match was so good. I like and I like Luchasaurus a lot, but it is just so it's so odd when you toss him in a match with that's going to be so fast paced like this one is when you have so many people who can just go. Yep. It, it, Luchasaurus really does stick out like a sore thumb. And, it, and I've, that's the one thing in this match that I felt like uh, kind of took you out of the moment was every time Luchasaurus was uh, had the focus on him, it just really dipped to the, the, the timing and the pace of it. I know that the I would have rather have had Christian in there instead. Me too, kind of. If I'm being honest, just for the work rate of the the other competitors in the match. But I like mm-hmm. even, it's good to have a big guy. It's nice to have a big base in there. It's just like uh, it, it was just a little distracting. You need a big base like how um, Cesaro Claudio is a big. Yeah, base. yeah, yeah. yeah. A guy but, like him would be perfect. Yeah, um, I know that they're the champions and everything, but is is. Luchasaurus holding Jungle Boy back, or yeah, are they just yeah. killing time until the main event scene chills a little bit, and they need to to get Jungle Boy in there? Well, I, like- I mean, Jung- Jungle Boy's gonna need to go through. I'm guessing the TNT scene before hitting up the real like big main event scene. Yeah, that made it, that real main event scene like it's you have sad. you have too many people there that like like need to have a run. Like MJF eventually is going to have probably a very long run unless he decides to uh, take Vince's millions. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 you got I think Brian. that Brian, you got Moxley, you got Punk, you got MJF, you got Adam well, that's Cole. That's kind of what I was when he comes back yeah, right yep. then and there. That's what I was thinking because I found myself asking that same question during this match. Was like. Where would Lucha or where would uh, Jungle Boy be right now without like the Lucha or Jurassic Express on dark? 
Maybe, yeah, because he's not going to be... He, if he was to be pushed even for a week or two towards that main event scene or even like towards the TNT championship, I feel like he would get kind of lost in the shuffle of the other guys there. I do think this really gives him something that helps him stick out. The people love the fucking he's really song. Good. He's really good. But what too. I do think would be great, whether it's now, whether it's six months, whether it's a year down the road, I do think it would be really interesting for there to be dissent within Jurassic Express. I would love to watch Jungle Boy versus Christian. I think that I match think would that, be I think amazing. that's where they're going. I, I that, think that's that would eventually be so where good. Going. And that would elevate, help Jungle Boy get to that area where it would make more sense to be like, I could see him taking on Scorpio Sky or Sammy Guevara or someone for that title uh, for the TNT championship. But I just think right now he would just get so lost in the mix that I think this probably is the best spot for him until they're ready to pull the trigger on an emotional journey there. It's hard to say, but yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to disagree with. Um, Cause like, I feel like being in this does hold him to a certain level, but then it's like, well, is there room at the next level for him yet? And like, you look at like him versus let's just put out there like Adam Page. Adam Page is a big dude. He's cut and he works like this certain style. And well, like I look at Jungle Boy and he still looks like a little boy. Yeah. And then he also doesn't have the body of work. Like where if you look at sides like a Rey Mysterio Jr. Where it's just like, oh, he's small, but like look at everything he's been able to do in his career yeah. and like how innovative and all this other shit he is. And so, or like a Brian who's like, he's so technically good. It doesn't matter his size because technically he is the best out there. And so like that technique can overcome the strength and power and size. And so we, we need, he needs to also find something like that. Um, and be just elevate that part, but he is great and he's going to be really good. It's just, they need to find that thing for him. And then also I swear to God, one day it's going to be like the fucking episode of South park where, I forgot which one was trying to be a basketball player and they put balls in his knees. <laughs> oh yeah. Gonna, or Kyle becomes a basketball player. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that's going to happen to Luchasaurus one day is yeah. he's going to, he's going to fucking like try something and his knees are going <laughs> to explode. I think so too. He's going to do one of those slow, like powerful roundhouse kicks and his leg will just go flying off with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like an action figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this match, I mean, it's great. Like they're great. All teams. I, and I really do think a lot of the match was to, you know, I, I didn't expect either Redragon or, uh, Young Bucks to take the titles, but I do feel like the most of the match was to build up the dissension between like Adam Cole's friends. They need to build up how fucking stupid Redragon is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They need to, they need to sink to the depths of stupidity that the Young Bucks have been at for two years now. Yeah, we haven't had enough air guitar and Kyle on Dynamite or on and AEW it's, yet. It's it's it kind of does suck though that it's like on like the grand scre- scheme of things, it's like oh, the championship is definitely like less important than <laughs> yes. like Adam Cole's friendship. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, it but is. also, also, I when it was like Young Bucks and Red Dragon, those guys are so fucking good. It's like mm-hmm. I was like please like one of these two teams wins like because i just want to see them fight each other and they've worked they've worked together a lot right Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah bud (laughs) um this is a oh yeah and a weird tangent have the bucks ever fought each other Uh, a old nick versus matt I think in TNA generation me did, but they, they never want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but that would be a fun match to watch. I think 
Because oh, I they, agree. They know each other so well that it would be like they would they would create this weird single spectacle that looks like a tag match. The entire match would just be them in rest holds proving that they can sell. <laughs> I mean, if, honestly, like one, I'd be fine with that. One like body slam match selling his back, like no, since he, Wrestle Kingdom. He would, he would be in like a a a, a chokehold and still and start selling his back. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. would it would be like a fucking Zack Saber Jr. versus Daniel Bryan match, but not as good. Like, but that's not like the pace me. it would be at. It'd be like the old like Angle Benoit matches, where it'd be like twelve minutes before someone throws a strike. <laughs> I would love in a match between the two of them if like they just kind of that muscle memory takes over like as part of the story, and so they keep setting each other up for like a tag move, and then realize like, oh, there's no one here to I, execute that. I feel like that's definitely been a thing in like a G1 match where tag team partners have faced each other. Because I would, like, and I think that's where it would make most sense is like a tournament or something where there's not like actual bad blood between them. I would just like to watch them have a good old match together. Mm-hmm. But if they don't want to do it, they don't have to. They don't, yeah. they don't want to do it. Here's, here's the other thing side of that though. Jeff versus Matt Hardy matches historically not very good. There's like that's one. True. There's like one out of the ten they've had that's any good. And even like Edge and Christian matches, not that good. Ed, Edge and Christian yeah. have one banger match that was the ladder match blow off, but that's mm-hmm. because every match before that sucked and like they like <laughs> they they killed each other in a ladder match because they were just like. This is the last one. All our other matches have been underperforming. Let's just like prove everyone we can do it. And they just fucked each other up for 20 <laughs> minutes. Hell yes. Um, let's talk about uh, the face of the revolution ladder match where the winner gets the sonic ring yep. and a, ti- a title shot. I wonder if the winner should get to kiss a human woman like Sonic did in 2006. <laughs> yeah. I want Wardlow to kiss. I want Wardlow so to yeah, kiss. Let's. This was Christian versus Keith Lee versus Orange Cassidy versus Ricky Starks versus Power Powerhouse Hobbs versus the winner Wardlow. Ricky Starks. And, you know if so, uh, Ricky Starks had a fucking death wish, huh? Yeah, so did so did Orange. Yeah, when Orange is actually hurt. Starks is oh, okay. Really? Yeah, Orange uh, <sighs> uh, has an injury to his shoulder, but um. Because Keith Lee threw him out of the ring into the crowd. So this is skipping like the entire match. (laughs) But it's um, Ricky Starks took a power bomb onto a ladder bridge. Yep, and where he didn't get power bombed, he just on his neck. Yeah, like like rung to neck. It's like the fact that he's not dead is you know um, when you astonishing. It's like you see um, this with Hurricane Rana's sometimes, like where people do the jumping Hurricane Rana and. Don't quite get the connection. They like yeah. don't get their legs behind. Yeah. Them, but the person still does the the forward flip, flip bump um, for them. Uh, that's what happened with this power bomb. He just jumped off of Wardlow's shoulders onto a ladder to his Im- imminent death, bringing him down to it. I yeah. I really can't remember like a ton of the specific spots in this match because they really did do a good job of having. Two fucking big boys, and, and well, three big boys, three. really. Three big boys. Wardlow kind of looks like a mid boy yeah. compared to, to our larger boy. friends. But he is big. But like, uh, so yeah, you had a good mix of like big guys versus flyers and, uh, and then Christian. I, but also, you know. I haven't seen an Orange Cassidy match in a while. And so the gimmick was fun again. It was for me. And he did a great job at Smash. The beginning of the match where it's all, <laughs> With the, big all the big boys. boys. 
the the big the all the meat ready to yeah. slap each other and then orange just comes in like here's my little, spot his little baby kicks he is he's a perfect little rag doll for those big guys too yes but he's not, he's so small he's, he's a lot older than y'all think and yeah. so he's gonna die yeah. no he's like in his mid to late 30s isn't he yeah yeah like he's and so like he's william regal <laughs> aged basically um, <laughs> Uh, who apparently, according to the dirt sheet writers, had like one foot in the fucking grave. Apparently, he he was like, "No, I'm fine. I'm talking about 2018." <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I, he's great on the internet. He is. I love. I he like he like sincerely apologized for going over and like Nyla Rose was like, "You're you're fucking William Regal. I want to hear every word you have to say. Don't be sorry to us." Like. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, brother, you're William Regal. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you're not fucking what? What's his dipshit? The villain, Marty Skrull. <laughs> you, you can you can take the time you need, pal. Um, Dan, how we got a Danhausen spot? He cursed mm-hmm. Ricky Starks, which caused him to break his neck almost. That's all fine and dandy too. I think what's I would say I think what's scary about Ricky Starks is that he did just break his neck like last year. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> that's why I'm like he's gonna die. And that's yeah. I mean what's scary about Danhausen's curses are apparently real. <laughs> scary. Usually you change your style after you break your neck, Rick. <laughs> I want to see a Dan. I want I want to see a bell to bell match with Danhausen. He can't but, wrestle yet. Yeah. Oh, is he still he, injured? Oh, he's yeah. like okay. he's like he's almost back. It was but it was a bad acl tear that's true he really um, did okay that makes a lot more sense but he's okay. he's getting close i think his, and like he, his I've matches been, are really fucking entertaining he's a really good like that's rapper. the thing i really like his matches and i think he's such a good in-ring character that i'm a little tired of i've seen him on the sidelines but of course it makes sense if he's physically still uh unable to get in there i need to go find uh him and uh rj city match the internet I, darlings that would be really good i would legitimately <laughs> love to see this sounds like ridiculous but i'd love to see him versus daniel bryan Brian Danielson, sorry. Actually, I'd like to see him against Daniel Bryan too. They're different characters, <laughs> yeah. um, but just because like Brian has such fun in matches where he's allowed to have fun, like in ones that are supposed to be fun, like and his shithead like arrogant character right now would be so fun in a like technical wrestling match against Danhausen. <laughs> yeah, serious. I want to see uh, Danhausen uh, join the House of Black. The house in a black. I mean, that's that w- that's jumping. That's that would be that would be the dark order turning into a silly gimmick. That's what would happen. I mean, but that's also what made the dark order good. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm, the I'm, house I'm, of black is good still. Yeah, but I mean, they haven't won any titles. Um, Could always be better. And um, yes, and well, also we Dan Housen with Sting. Sorry, we have to. Oh, yeah. that would be, yeah, that would be so good. Also, Orange yeah. Cassidy is thirty-seven years old. Jesus. Mm-hmm. He can't be keeping doing Jim's that. been doing it for a while. Four he years older than Jesus ever was. Made it longer in Christ. And he's yep. still fucking out there bumping like a motherfucker, dude. Yep. Hot yep. boy Jim. Uh, but Wardlow won. Um, he it was the right move. It was um, the right move. He wrestled Hangman on Sunday? It's Wednesday? Right? I, I would have... Uh, no, not on Wednesday. Is it on? It might be on Dynamite. The Saint, I think St. Patrick's. Oh, St. Patrick's mm, Day yeah, Slam. Really yeah, good. St. Punch out. St. Patrick's um, Day Punch Fest. St. Patrick's Day, just you know, any time you're out at a bar, just like that kind of slamming. Like yeah. they're just yeah. like 
just normal. It's just a normal St. Patrick's Day, actually. <laughs> I was I was wanting either like a Ricky Starks or an Orange Cassidy to take it, um, yeah. just be, or Powerhouse Hobbs. Because I feel like, especially like in the case of Hobbs, I feel like he's like he needs a been ready. I, I don't think Keith Lee needs it. No. Like he doesn't need that extra. Christian the, definitely doesn't. Wardle and I think Wardle, Go ahead. I don't think he needed it after what happens later in the show. But I, I don't yeah. think he needs it, but I think that's a very good next chapter in that story. Is It's an easy story to write, yeah. whereas you'd have to write something else and they just didn't want to because then mm. it's like you'd have to write two good stories and they can now just have to write one. And here's the yeah. thing with MJF. You have to tell the easy story with him. Anytime when he's gotten to be too much, it's when they've like gone, like try to do some weird twists and turns and shit. He's a point A to point B storyteller. I he's very good at that. I like the twists and turns of the punk story. I just see. I, I don't like see those that though, that. I never that's felt still, that twist and turn. That's you just mean the dinner story. debonair. No, that would rock. Yeah. Uh, it was awful, and I hate it. And it's like the, that whole story with Jericho that was like joining the inner circle, doing yeah, this, yeah, yeah. forming it the was, pinnacle. It was too it long. Was, it was so convoluted or like the Cody one. Whereas like this one, he was always bad and he knew he was always bad. And yeah. it was like, um, and it was just like, it was, it was pretty much just telling his origin story. And then he's yeah. like, I'm fucking bad. You moron. I've been <laughs> bad. I told you I've been bad and you're an idiot punk. And, and he was right. And it also, I don't think this went on too long, right? No. This feud. Perfect. No, exactly. And, th- and that's that's where everything was hitting is the fact that we hadn't seen this shit like for two fucking years or whatever, or a year or however long because Jericho was like, like eight yeah. whole months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick before we talk about CM Punk and MJF more, uh Jade Cargill versus Ty Gonti. Jade won. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was a good match. You seem to be I, disappointed by it. I, I, I don't remember anything. That's all I wrote. I was I thought it was incredibly sloppy. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I even think that I think that this would be a great match in two years. I think that both of these wrestlers in two years would have a fantastic version of this exact match. Like the match structure was fine. It was that night, like it was too sloppy. Like Ty can't direct like a match enough yet, which is not on her. That's like she just isn't. She's still green. Like they're both still super green. Yeah, it's like, true. Yeah, they are both still green, but they both do have very distinct characters, and I think they've both done like a really good what's job. Ty, being... What's Ty? What's Ty Nara's character? She's just a crazy Brazilian. She's crazy. She's Brazilian and she's crazy, dude. I mean, she's plucky scary baby as fuck. face. Like, but that I don't even think that's a her character as much as like her people's like of her. Like people like her so much they've just turned her into plucky baby face, even though they've never expressed that on screen. Very well, much. and yeah, she, like, I mean, like we've all watched even necessarily have a character like Jade. Jade Cargill definitely does like have like that character like the arrogant like i'm the best like fucking athlete and blah 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 and so like that's cool well it's like no like i i don't have much of like i don't i don't i did not like this match because i thought it was sloppy and i felt like they did it a disservice by letting it go so long jade's matches right now should be fucking goldberg matches Mm -hmm. they made the comparison like there was a comparison made and they should just fucking lean into it because then she will look impressive Having two green people try to lead each other never works. Mm-hmm. I, so- I do agree with that. I do feel like because the match also wasn't very long, 
which is probably also for the better. I do think it maybe had been better served if it was a more of like a squash match where Jade was just like ragdoll and tie around and then, you know, maybe a couple like offense like, spots. But yep, like a one little quick hope spot. Like go two minutes. I beat up, beat up, beat up, hope spot, fucking mm-hmm. smashes her, boom. Hope, yeah, have the hope spot even be Anna, Jade, like hitting Jade with the chair and then still have the same sequence. Just condense it all. Like um, this reminded me a lot actually of gold and except that ty is not an amazing wrestler yet but it reminds me of regal versus goldberg which is the <laughs> first time they ever tested goldberg to have a long match um and, and regal they, got fired afterwards. regal got fired for making goldberg look bad um and because right. neither look good in it and like i just think it's a clash of styles like yeah condense it and, and also why, did- i don't understand the kiss thing yeah, what the fuck? That, that was that was jarring for sure. Um, Bish off there, like, hey, I'm, hey, I'm I see all, they got my letter, bro. I'm all, I'm all for who all sorts of different people kissing who all sorts of different people. Um, I don't under, I, I just don't understand it. It feels like a thing Jade forgot to explain. <laughs> I thought that they th- them setting this match up as like basically like title versus streak um was i feel like they were more like oh that sounds good than actually like let's build a story around that so it did not have any sort of payoff that felt that consequential i'll agree and, with and that, that for sure that, but i did i thought it that wasn't as is sloppy. The, uh, also like the title of the book uh, about the aw's women's division like it's yeah. just like oh we we got like a tagline that's all we need i honestly dude honestly it's really disappointing it is disappointing especially because it like is. this was their we'll, their we'll get to it later on too yeah, yeah we will for sure because this is like their mid-card women's title that like i thought they did a good job presenting putting on jade to make it feel like this is going to be a work rate title like this is cool and then it doesn't feel like they're doing much of a service for it but <laughs> you said to jade should it be the work rate champion yeah, well, no, because they gave her... I'm not saying that she's going to be the champion that everyone remembers as being the TBS champion, but she's a great first champ for someone to take that off of. Yeah, no, no, I, I know... I, 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 I understand what you mean. That. Just, like, I understand you feel like what, the work rate one? Like, it's like, I think of like your work rate guys like Bret Hart and stuff like that, where it's like, they're going to go out there and be able to kill 25 minutes. It's going to be awesome. It's so like, I'm like, oh, that's definitely not... Jay, Jade's like, she's going to kill... Like between three to seven minutes, it'll have very varying degrees of. No, I um, don't. I think Jade could one day be uh, somebody who is absolutely like a world class, like world caliber, oh, like performer. But no, I, I mean that she is a great person to have hold that title for someone to come take it off of. I don't think they did a good job out the starting gates with making that kind of the the narrative with it yeah, I, and they, I, I want they, the best for yeah, Conti only because their own narrative a little well more. we've seen oh god dude i don't even want to i don't even want to get into that <laughs> let's get into it at the end at the I end we to. could talk about that but like um just because we've also watched so much of the progression of Ty Conti through nxt to aew she has gotten a lot better and i do feel like this was like this felt like a step backwards as far as some of the more kind of impressive things that we did no with her favors, like for them Anyone. with like time on this match or like the placement on the card or really anything. Like I felt like they just did no favors. And we that really is kind of special entrance on what was then not her best showing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a yeah. little, little odd. It was almost like Rhea getting the special entrance um, at WrestleMania and then having a bad match <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so um, yeah, it, it was kind and of a, a bad and a bad performance by the fucking mm-hmm. lady who sang her song. Yeah. yeah. 
At least um, Jade's speaking, guitar dude was better than that. Yeah, he was of, fucking sick. Dude was sick. Speaking of special entrances, uh, let's talk about CM Punk versus oh, MJF. Right before got, that, just I, another special entrance thing. It's just oh. cool. Negative One came out with Anna and, and Ty. Good, like, because they're, they're like, like they're all buds. They're like legitimately his best friends there at AEW. That right. Yeah. Also, I saw someone tweet this last night and I'm like, and it broke my fucking heart. I can't imagine Negative One when he found out about Big E. Like I hope. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I hope he's gotten to talk to Biggie and Biggie's like reassured him that he's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Also, super cool with Negative One. He got a um, action figure with his dad. Mm. That rocks. that's fucking cool. That's fucking cool. That's, that's really sick. cool. I every time I go to Target, I look at the AEW action figures just because I want a best friends one. But I don't think you can get those in store. <laughs> you got a special order those. Um, you can get a lot of rehos. The lottery hosts. I saw six lances. There's like a lot of rehos and like Kazarians and stuff. One young buck. Which one buck? I'm guessing Matt. Matt. I think it was Matt. I almost bought an Io Shirai, but it was one of the really cheap, like one of the WWE like ten dollar ones. Yeah, uh, she uh, she looked um, dodgy. Yeah, (laughs) WWE's been shitting the bed on their action figures. Why? It's because they have different levels of them. That's why. Why don't Matt and Nick come together? That's weird. I don't think you would ever <laughs> I don't think you would ever want uh, yeah why would you ever buy one over the other it's just money. You, have to, you have to buy two like so you have to get two of them it's true. It's true. Cup, they could just throw in pre-broken capitalism dog they could just his back has like a hole in it yeah they should just put in inflatable tube men <laughs> So well, that you have to buy them. They did for Bailey. Man, I know. I have yeah, the, the the Matt Jackson action figure doesn't work unless you buy the separate weight belt to go around his waist. <laughs> the the That's... Matt Jackson like one of the rubber bands that goes into the leg is broken, so the back is just like kind of open and like <laughs> kind of just fucked up. I hope I hope they make like like what's been their weird psycho outfits for the past couple like years. Yeah, dude, put them in fancy in shoes. Action figures. I miss when their outfits used to have just a million faces of Dave Meltzer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, CM Punk versus MJF. I got some things to say. Charles Montgomery Punk versus Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. That was his first name. And it was a rib on him. (laughs) Yeah, because I know it's funny. It's making fun of his religion. Yeah. No, no, that's not the rib. 100% Berman Smith and everything. No, that that's not the rib. Oh, the rib has come from Rob Feinstein, who was uh, the person who actually oh. created Ring of Honor. But then he got uh, to catch a predator. Oh, Good Lord, oh, Jesus! And so they were coming up with names for MJF, and this wasn't even this was in his um, training school, owned by Brian Myers. They pitched that name, and Myers, who is a Notable wrestling nerd was like started laughing. Was like, "Yep, that's it." Oh Jesus! Oh God, wow! That's that's the rib. So and then Regal told him to change it. <laughs> Thank you, William. So we hear the riff for cult of personality, but then MJF comes out instead. Classic, classic, shitty MJF move. Then, but lights. also good for the obviously intentional. So the crowd still got to pop for cult of personality. Yeah, for sure. Yep, for sure. yep. Then the lights go dark and um. I forgot how the song that Punk comes out to started, and I thought he was just getting a Cody entrance. Oh no! I here's the thing. <laughs> and um, then I knew sing, I fucking knew it. Sing the sorrow, top 
maybe like top three album for me, like yeah. all time. For me. so like I I uh, immediately started freaking out. Yeah, he comes out to the AFI song. It's the t- starting the the Misery first track, Cantara right? at the beginning. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and it's got the it's got the the, the yelling and the chanting. He's got his then, baggy shorts on. And then uh, Sir Havoc says. Like that, but it's good. Yeah, well, that sounds um, pretty right on. AFI rocks. Um, but he also was wearing his Ring of Honor gear from his last Dog Collar match, right? From this not first the gear, one. like the, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that era of punk, the long shorts and the uh, the windbreaker jacket. Um, it was the, edge everywhere. The jacket that he wore in his last Ring of Honor match against Cole Cabana, too. Mm. Oh. Um, the only thing missing was his shitty hair from back then. Yeah, he needed his shitty hair, and he also needed like 30 more pounds because he was trying to bulk up since he was going to the Fed. Yeah. <laughs> so he looked really... Yeah. So it's, yeah, the, no, the, the, the dog collar so match against Raven, sick. that's, uh, yeah, is like super like famous I one. Did. I want that to be Punk's next, next feud. I want him and Colt to like actually be buds again I, and have a feud. I want that feud. Um, because it was, it was just, they uh, can make it real. They can. And I and think then, it'd be a really good feud. And um, especially if like Punk's going for the title here soon and yeah. then Cabana costs him it and then it's an easy thing to do. It's like, As a fan, you know, it would be nice to know that they've buried that buds right. again. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if they so, actually uh, haven't, but are yeah. good enough to work with each other and realize yeah, that. Yeah, like, like Brett and Sean. Like I want Punk to be pitching this, <laughs> no, not like Brett and Sean. <laughs> I want Punk to be the one pitching this to Tony, saying, "Hey, let Colt know that when he's ready, I want to make him money." Like I want, even if they aren't friends, I want it to at least be that because, like, this is the most money Colt will ever make. Yeah, yeah. but I just, I just want to see them hug and be friends again because Punk's a real fucking dick. Um, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> absolutely. I was going to just say, I absolutely love the entrance because yeah. I've followed Punk for a long time. And I remember like his entrance. I remember watching the last Ring of Honor match against Cabana. I've watched it a million times just because especially when I was really diving into Colt Cabana, I'm like, I got to find all the good shit with him and Punk. <laughs> and it was just such a cool moment. Like you could tell for them as friends, knowing their whole story. And then like going back and really watching Punk's journey like through wrestling and like having his time in Ring of Honor and Impact, IWA Mid South, all this stuff, and then kind of it coming full circle here, like coming back into wrestling after pretty much like saying how much he hated wrestling for so long, mm-hmm. and then like you could just tell like he fucking loves this shit. It's like mm-hmm. this is where you fucking belonged, you moron. Why'd you go try to fight Mickey Gall? Yeah. You got the, you got handled. Get back everyone, in the ring. Everyone should go read that. There's an Esquire piece that came out recently about CM Punk. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it it specifically like I don't want to even spoil how it ends, but it just like it it ends in a really cool way, and it like really shows the journey this dude's been on to rediscover his love for wrestling. Like, I don't it, love Punk that yeah. much. I'm I'm loving him more and more. Like this version of him because he feels like he's learned some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this but, like, this it's match really good for me. This match specifically was I I was kind of well like like most people a lot like a lot of people I was being kind of, I was getting kind of put off by the where CM Punk was at right there. I didn't care uh, at the time before this match and stuff because I didn't like how he was like this run is my direct continuation from my indie run. The other years you saw me didn't happen. That's not canon anymore. Part of me was like fuck you dickhead. Like why that's why you're here. But then this match I was like I get that. Okay, I like that. <laughs> that's it. 
I think he's just a dickhead, and I think he's always going to be a dickhead. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still enjoy a lot of his work, um, even though I think sometimes he's. I think this just really clicked for me as ass. far as like like a narrative goes. This clicked for me like how you know how like the most recent or maybe not the most recent, but the 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 Halloween movie that came out a couple of years ago was like this is just a sequel off the first one. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I, at first, I was like, "Well, but what about all the other shit that happened?" But then you watch the movie, and it's like, "Oh, it actually, totally makes sense that uh, this are narratively, great. yeah, this narratively just is an arc that makes sense." And this match collected that for me with what CM Punk is saying is like, "This is an a, an iteration of myself that harkens back to something that a lot of people might not know me from." Uh, that I thought this match delivered on that, and plus, it was a great gimmick to have the dog collar there for how shitty MJF is trying to run away and stuff all the time. I, yeah. I think part of it is like, like I, I, I really like the match and like, I'm mm. super stoked that Punk's back in wrestling, like hundred yeah. percent. Um, I also just think that, um, with some of it, like I just roll my eyes with a lot of the stuff just because like some of the things he says, you know, it's almost pandering to the crowd. Mm-hmm. It is. It, 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 it's very pandery because it's like, Oh dog, you forget to mention that you had your agent reach out to WWE to see if you could come and wrestle mania. And like, they told you no. Like the, Vince McMahon was like, no, we don't want to work with him. <laughs> like, and so it's like you forget that part, and like you reached out to them, you were working for backstage. Yeah, it was a deal with Fox, but you were like, it was a WWE show. Like, don't try to spin it like it's not. Like, yep. it's like it's like I came back to wrestling after this. It's like, yeah, dog, that's cool. Like, I'm happy that you did, but it's like this weird little narrative only feeds into the shitty discourse. Yep. And it's like, yeah, you get a cool pop and you pander a bit. And I but think he knows he exactly the, what he's doing. Oh, hundred percent. It's super calculated. But when he gets in the ring and he does stuff like this, where it's not a, a spiteful hate letter to something, but it's a love letter to mm-hmm. like the things that he loves. That's when he's good. And yep. this, totally. this was totally 1000%. It was fucking great. I don't think he's a worker at the same level, but it reminds me a lot of Shawn Michaels second run uh, where this dude that was known like, like, yeah, great storyteller, but like most like in ring was like, what was like really special about punk in a way. Cause it was like, he was so different when he first got to WWE, like I mean, before he got the storytelling shit down, that's what like people were drawn to. Um, and that, and Shawn Michaels was similar was like, Still great in the ring, but oh my god, the storytelling that like he came back with, and that's where I feel Punk's doing super well. Like, yep, mm-hmm. he he's like telling great stories. Yeah, yeah. This has made me excited to see what's next for Punk because I'm assuming we're done. We're done with the MJF. They might have a third. I'm assuming it's Hangman. That'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, but there were some things in this match I need to talk about. Yeah, and this is a, this is just a thing on commentary. Um, when uh, Punk was like breaking MJF's hand, this is what JR said. Not the hand that feeds him, the hand that beats him, but it's not going to beat him tonight. He made a joke about cranking it. JR did. That's about cranking it. Say that again. Said it's it's not the hand that feeds him, it's the hand that beats him, but it's not going to beat him tonight. Oh, when he was getting his hand. Oh, yeah. It's not that, is a, that is a cranking it joke. Yeah. But dude, JR's dropped little hints that he's a dirty old man perv, dude. So oh, hints? Little hints? He follows <laughs> a, an account called AEW Porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Sometimes you're dropping hints. Sometimes you're dropping full-blown bombs, dude. But yeah, this, this old man needs a burner. 
this old man needs to retire. <laughs> yeah. What, um, it's funny when like when like he cares about something and it's something he likes, like how good he still can be. Mm-hmm. But then he has so checked out of some of the other stuff. WWE Dynamite. <laughs> um, but like uh this is about the story coming out of the match, but MJF uh wanted Wardlow to come out. He comes out but doesn't give MJF the ring. Because it's been a tried and true it. thing where, where Wardlow has been coming out. You know, he's been given MJF the, the dynamite ring so MJF can win with it. Everyone gets all mad because it's a shitty heel way to win. This time, Wardlow, uh-oh, seems to have misplaced it. Maybe in all the exhaustion from the match he just wrestled earlier that night. Who knows? He misplaced that ring. Uh-oh, can't be there for MJF. I really enjoyed that Wardlow was, like, freshly showered, like, dressed up in his suit and stuff already yeah. for this match. Well, if he wasn't, MJF would be mad at him. True. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he, he gives the ring to Punk. Punk wins by hitting MJF. He, d- with he the does ring. not give it to Punk. He puts it just in. Oh the yeah, he sets it down. Oh, here yeah. you go. He sets it Jeff. And then, <laughs> then Punk gets it, and the, it's a cool way to keep Max strong. Like, did you hate this finish? You say it's fine. Okay, okay. Sometimes you don't like these these things like this. You want someone to get the clean win. Um, I did. So this was my. I had one big gripe on this. Um, and I think I even texted Zach about this is you need the moment. You need the Marty and Sean moment. Yeah. You need the moment that they're going to play 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Him just kind of putting a ring down. Isn't that moment for the yeah. turn? I, I feel very you, true. You, you wasted the turn. Yeah. Yeah. And are they going to probably have a moment when MJF fucks him over? Yeah, sure. He's still like on Wednesday. He said he still is under contract to MJF, but, um, it's like you could have had that big moment and you didn't even necessarily need it here. Yeah. Yeah. Like this yeah. would be the easy one where he just didn't show up. And then on Wednesday or like on next Wednesday, that's where M Jeff comes back and you know, Wardlow has his title shot and that's where the big turn happens. And I can like, see that. It'd be, it'd be impactful. It'd be way more impactful mm. because then it would be like, Oh, it, it gets like, there's a lot of silence happening right now with M Jeff. Like what's happening, you know? Like, yeah, we're like instead of from him, mm-hmm, instead of him having the ring and doing the whole thing with the ring, you have MJF in the ring yelling for Wardlow to come out. Wardlow just doesn't come out, and it just throws yeah. off that energy. I, that yeah. would have been great. That would have yeah. been a good call too. And then like, because then Wardlow can come out. Almost cut the same promo on Wednesday about like, yeah, I won the thing. Like I'm gonna do this. You're not gonna get involved in my stuff. I was celebrating my win because I'm doing the thing. I'm getting ready for my match that I'm gonna have. And then on Wednesday, that's where M. Jeff comes and fucks him. Boom. Like, it's fucking sad. It's money. It's blah, blah, blah. I just wanted a, a Marty Sean moment. You, I, Those moments mm. are very important. Like, yeah. Seth Rollins fucking rearing back, hitting fucking Roman with the fucking chair. Like, those big moments. Tucky and, hitting Otis. Yeah, Tucky hitting <laughs> Otis. The big, the big turns. Yeah, I will say I do really like the, how the match ended of like P- Punk does get the ring. MJF knows he's fucked, so he just spits in Punk's face and then Punk lays him out with the ring. Like that's a good fucking end of the match, especially because it was yeah. it got brittle. It was yeah, good. Yeah, it was, yeah. Punk was just a fucking just waterfall of blood. For him. Yeah, yeah, he was a crimson and MJF mask. rubbed that blood on himself. I don't think did he actually bleed? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know whose was whose at one point, but those are my yeah. favorites. Um. You yeah, can definitely I, see when Paul Turner's like <laughs> handing out blades and shit like that too. 
and like they're getting they're getting color. Like I saw a punk Oof. fall back. The camera then the like next. was on it for like a little yeah. too long. And then just moves up, and then it's like <laughs> <laughs> the next match. It's even worse. The yeah. blatant it fucking was. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next match was Bryce as ref, right? Yep. Yeah, come on, oh, Bryce. Wait. You're better than I this. actually. I actually didn't mean the next match. I meant the one after this, but this one too. There's three matches in a row where in a row stuff. with blood. Jesus, right? Okay. There was blood in the women's match, right? Or was there with Rosa and Baker? I yeah. don't know. Maybe not. But that still, that's two out of three. So, yeah, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Here's my, here's my take. So um, real quick, you want to say? Uh, I was going to just say beforehand. They offhandedly threw out they have a new title by just having Brit show up with it. Oh, Fantastic okay. looking title too. It does it way better. better. But uh, they she just walked out with it. Hey, new belt, and mm-hmm. that was it. It's like yeah, it's like you have a fucking get, ha- ha- get a half hour Med- segment for every new belt. Come on, get Medusa out there to introduce it or I something. Agree. Get like a legend to My be like, hey, like we want to step up this division and this right here is the next evolution mm-hmm. of that. Boom, new title. It's Winners walking away with this. Literally, go to WrestleMania 32. Watch the match that before the women's match, Lita came out and said, The Divas title is retired. Here's the new women's title. This is what they're fighting for next. And like, it's literally done perfectly. It literally got me back into wrestling. <laughs> um, like, it's that easy. My only complaint about the new titles, they should have kept the rose gold. Like, on this like same design just keep the rose gold from the old one because it's yeah. like it's a cool feminine touch like like it's I like okay that to have feminine like it celebrate fem- femininity and like don't make it a shitty thing but like rose gold is cool yeah, yeah totally make it a weird p- pink and silver lower back tattoo like yeah. make it look cool yeah but, but like Divas title. like every time you do it it sounds like a little sparkle when you're doing a, every title yeah. match <laughs> real takes away from sasha versus bailey um <laughs> so what's your take derek i don't get Britt baker i've never gotten Britt baker i don't think she's she doesn't do anything for me when she talks she doesn't do anything for me when she wrestles her super kick is shit um I don't get it. Also, I thought I liked Thunder Rosa. I don't know if she's good either. Um, I think she, she's she just is. cool. She uh, is good. Um, this match wasn't. Yeah. This match just never felt so, like it clicked between the two of them. Here's the thing. You, it, this is a match that you can tell there's two wrestlers in it that know that they're going to do a title switch in a week and a half and that there's... Um, and that this match doesn't matter and they don't want to give away any of the cool shit that they're doing in a week and a half. Um, okay. because they're having Dynamite Rose is going to take it in Texas and it's in her home in, in her hometown of San Antonio. And I would like that. Fucking stupid. Here's one more thing I would like to say about Brit. Um, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, just so, don't have this match. Put fucking Ty in this match. Put Layla Hurst in this match so she gets her title match. Like that now she's not getting. Oh, like don't even have this match on there. Like, if, like, don't like if Brit is your champion. Okay, then that's the top of your division. And if the top of your division does nothing for me, then now why am I supposed to care about the rest? Because sure. like she's like the like the biggest star and the one that they're pushing the hardest. So and, like my my big thing with Brett Baker is like her promos do absolutely nothing for me too. Yeah, because it's always like snarky comment, Fed dig, like it's, snarky it's comment, that- DMD. 
it's bad Alexa Bliss. It's bad yeah. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. It, it, it's bad Alexa Bliss. She's usually fighting somebody that got fired. So it's like, <laughs> huh, you were in WWE, fucker. Fuck you. And then it's like another like Alexa Bliss comment. Something about Reba DMD. Uh, yeah. Time. Yeah. They really have pushed her as, I mean, she was like the first woman signing, you know, at least the first kind of major announcement uh, for AEW, Britt Baker. And they really have like kind of made it, they've made it on paper seem like she's this really huge deal. But I do agree that there hasn't been anything that really seems like it's clicked. There's been a few great shots. I mean, like, unfortunately, it's always when they all get bloodied up as fuck. But like, because she is badass. I think Britt Baker is a great character. But I don't think as far as like you're saying, like leading the charge, leading the whole division, it doesn't seem like there's that same level of like, um, it just doesn't seem like it, 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 it clicks like that. And this match yeah. itself felt like that too, where they're just, even though the title was on the line, there was the big one. And I do love Thunder Rosa. I think she's great. The, it, they just didn't click together. And I, yeah. I, I didn't think about it, but I totally agree, Zach, because they have obviously set it up that they're going to have that title match again in Texas where Thunder Rosa's from. So well, yeah, Thunder yeah. got a visual pin and Britt tapped out without the ref saying. So, yeah. but like, so there were three women's uh, matches uh, on this card that were decent to bad. That's, that's, that's the not range. And, but that shouldn't mean, that doesn't mean they shouldn't have those women's matches on there. But I, I, I actually, I, I texted it, this to Zach. Like, if you don't give a fuck about the division, don't yeah, even fucking have it one. It makes it worse. It makes me be like, like, have good wrestlers have engaging like more engaging people they Where's do have they give, they give do them have, like a, a background give them a yeah. fucking story mm-hmm. and they do have good wrestlers there they're not the ones being featured necessarily hikaru yeah. shida is a great wrestler yes Ruby's yes. a great wrestler like um and like then there's even good ones like i say like ty conti is like getting good um but she just <laughs> shouldn't be in that match that they had like jade is a special attraction mm-hmm. you have but, serena deep there that should be like in the ring with like these young girls like sharpening it up because she's fucking good well mm. and like so here's the thing. nxt had the performance center forever impact has had the best women's division um it, do they have like a training facility like how no, they are they signed, also good they just signed the right people okay because it's like these people and they can still practice. work indies and impact yeah these people need practice like that's all they need. Like I think everyone would be better if they had more consistent practice. Mm-hmm. And it's and like they have the four person on fucking top shows. Actually gave a fuck. Yeah, they have four that's shows. Like I'm like so. This is we're talking about NXT on on some of the in the future. Um, I have watched Sasha Bailey. I've watched Sasha Charlotte in NXT. I've watched all these incredible matches, and it's like like I don't watch very much wwe anymore so it's like i don't see good women's wrestling anymore and it it bums me out it bums me out well i i don't know and i i'm of the mind that i think you have to put things i mean one we talked about this already from the very get-go that this pay-per-view itself of their pay-per-views that they do annually is maybe the least important the least consequential i think it's important to have matches where you have to have people step up rise to the match to get better too. And I just don't think that that clicked in this show. I still think it was a good idea. I think on paper, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, great idea to have on the, the show. I think Ty Conti and Jade Cargill was even a, a better match than you're giving it credit for. But like uh, the, 
I just don't think that they were able to to meet that expectation. But I still think it's good that it was there. I think you're supposed to have that that moment where they need to step up and and really show something, and it just didn't click. Um, I, I, but I, I think that comes think down to also it not being pushed and it, it not like we're saying from the top if they're if they don't care about it it's not going to have the same impact that moxley and danielson had coming right after they, it they don't care enough about the division to come up with a second the, a different view than thunder rosa yeah. beyond this pay-per-view and make it good because if you're gonna if you want the hometown pop for thunder rosa that's fine like so like don't have the same match don't put her in this one. Yeah. 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 Like there's so and, many people. Have Ruby have another match with her just to give her a better worker and be in the ring with her. And you have know? Ruby do something. Like, mm. like I don't yeah, watch I've, every week, but I listen to recaps and I hear nothing about her. Besides, yeah, because it's not the, at her. Yeah, not the new toy anymore. And then it's just like they did this match again, no favors coming after what it did. Um, they yeah. It, it and that was actually this is a product kind of of also the whole show. They did so much in so many matches that like other stuff stopped meaning things because like oh we just saw like this this and this like I don't care about that. Um, and then I just I'm just like w- this was like the most like frustratingly fed fucking finish too because the moment yeah. that um the moment that Thunder Rosa got that visual pin I'm like she's fucking losing I can't believe it it's like why even have this fucking match. And it's like they kept talking about like like her wanting to go to San Antonio on Dynamite. It's like, oh great, they're gonna have her win it there, and so this is gonna yeah, be a total fed finish. Win at her. And it like, was. How about just win? Just fucking like, or don't have the match, or yeah. like if you if you're not gonna put time into it, don't like, don't just put on a fucking front because it's almost more insulting. Just like if you're gonna be like this with the women's division, why even fucking have one? Like, is it just because you feel like you have to? Yes, like, I, right. it is. And so and like. I, and that's what I said I, I texted Zach this because I knew Zach was watching, and I was like, "Like this is dumb." Like I got I got real heated for a second. I was like, "Why even have a fucking women's division if like this is what you're gonna do? Give it the same respect that you do like your mid card feuds." Yeah, and then like maybe it will feel like a big deal, but like the crowd was dead for it because you also just saw fucking Punk and MJF bleeding everywhere at the chain and these very visceral moments. And it's like, oh, great. Like, you put this in a fucking really bad spot to not be able to do well. And th- they went out there and they did okay. Like, the match wasn't awful, but nothing ever went into that next gear. Um, and so, yeah, it just it it bummed me out. And it's not necessarily the performer's fault. It's kind of everything involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I feel like this, like, they're like a, like, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker are like a band. They released, like, their best fucking record. But it's been a while, and they like try to release some new music, and it ain't hitting like that. Yeah, that one yeah like POD. I, I, exactly. It's like, it's like, yeah, they had some good stuff before, but then like they hit satellite, and like they're not going to recapture that, <laughs> and they keep trying to recapture it. Yeah, they'll never write a song like Boom again. Plus, you have like yeah. Rebel and Jamie Hader out there too the whole time, which takes away from the the fight feel. It, it, and it, you just it's so predictable. Like they, exactly, they, they, mm-hmm. they, it felt like a dynamite leader. match. The heel heater shit they're doing felt like a is, raw match. It felt like it felt it felt like a nitro match. Yeah, I just I, they deserve better. Like a Saturday night slam match. I Th- wish this- it was Saturday morning slam the kids show. <laughs> yeah, 
there, I'm just saying things I remember being. Well, Baker. there had been like a moment. I feel like it was even month, like a couple months ago, where Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa would have made more sense. That they they put it in the fridge for a while and tossed it I, in the microwave for this. It's game. because well, okay, when when this feud was its hottest, Thunder Rosa wasn't signed. Yeah, oh, and yeah. then they waited to, to be able to sign her. And it had lost its momentum. They've kind of, you know, gone some different directions and stuff. But like, it's just like this feud has been checking in like once every few months for a year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree. I, I, I think the match would have done better if it had a lot more prestige behind it. Uh, but it didn't. It didn't. Well, it's this is a different company. Different company. They would have yeah. been a better match in prestige. Yeah, check well, it out. I, mean, I do independent wrestling TV. I mean, this would be a tight as hell like little indie match you get to see. It's, yeah, <laughs> this is a paper. This is one of their four pay per views a year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They did not give it the the oomph that it needed. And when um, these two have had matches at that bloodbath level of the match before this, but fall and then like following that bloodbath, like you you needed a a come down match like really bad right here, and they don't have any on this card, so. Yeah, they should, I, have, they should have put sting, the Sting match here. I was thinking that too, except that I, I'm sure the only reason they did that too was because the Sting and AHFO match also had some fucking fun, hardcore spots. So they were like, well, we can't do MJF and then this big one. But it would have made more sense because like this one at least has consequence. It's one of your main titles on the line. So yeah. act, act like it. I mean, in Tony Khan's defense, he did say he had a very hard time putting the order together. Oh, I'm sorry, Tony. And honestly, oh, the second to, the second to last match was a dumb placement. Why why don't you why don't you just fucking like do what NXT does and just put all your title matches like at the end? Like mm-hmm. they'll, they'll start right. one off, but then like your main titles are always the you, end. Even if you, you start have, with like, the hot tag match. Yeah, yeah, like legit, like or the way that fucking New Japan does it. There's literally an order. There's a like, and that order should shitty six man. Yeah, like honestly though, yeah, like and if you want to have one of those little like oh tip of the cap to being progressive things, say like hey, it's the either men's or women's number one, and we alternate pay per views, like, and then you have to challenge yourself to book up to that level. They just yeah. say they're progressive, and they're, exactly. They're it's all yeah. it's all talk. It's all so, like because That's especially because what 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 comes up after like this match, like with this like the six man with Sting and shit. It's like you could easily just put this one first. That's what I was thinking. Like, first match. It has a bunch of garbage in it, anyways. So like, let like the ECW style fighting go, and then you go and have like a women's title match. Then you have a men's title match that are like fucking good wrestling matches. Like that'd be cool. You have a bunch yeah. of like quote-unquote garbage wrestling you know just fights and chains i i, I enjoyed the matches don't get me wrong yeah but yeah, you know, they're like, not, they're, yeah they're not technical masterpieces they're not supposed yeah. to be yeah yeah exactly let's let's talk about uh mox versus brian this is my mm-hmm. this this matches my kink man i love except Daniel for brian's smile when he's mm-hmm. about to get the bit shit beat out of him or to beat the shit out of someone the, the same only- with moxley the only issue is having this much blood in this match and this mu- and that as much blood was, was like that punk blood. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot of blood. Like two matches give would be it like that. Throw a round of applause for it. Yeah. I just think that like th- they were still too close to each other. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I hear you. I, it does take and, away. And, if you see Crimson Mask too once. close to the end too. Mm-hmm. Like the main event, like a lot of stuff that happened in this show. Um, 
took away from that poor main event. This should have started the. I think this should have started the whole show. Like, yep. oh, that, makes that and because also the pop at the end is just will get people riled up for the rest. Yeah, of the I do love that from the get go. This hotter start than Eddie Jericho, one hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. this this is also main event caliber for AEW too. Well, and so. what I liked about this match was that it wasn't so much of like which one of us is the best wrestler. It's more of like can we can we work together in a way that we could end up like being a, a, a team that helps this younger talent that maybe can takes we, a jungle boy, Jack Perry and fucking polishes his ass up. Can we almost kiss every three minutes. Yeah. Yes. Basically. Um, yeah, this, so I, I like that. That's the gimmick. It's not like I'm the best. No, I'm the best. It's more of like, can we fucking beat the shit out of it, each other to a point where we like each other? It felt like the only thing that these two men wanted to do more like to me, it was more than beat the shit out of each other, out of each other was get the shit beat out of them like they want like it was a competition to see like who could who could endure more shit who could get more shit kicked out of them by the other guy and they just had to like entice the other guy into kicking the shit out of them there it's like an like this couple is into snm but they're both the subs (laughs) right right um brian had moxley in a hold and mox reversed it into a pin um so mox won and then they started brawling again and then who comes? Who comes? Not Veer. Not Veer. Not Veer. We need someone to break this up, and there is no one who can break this up. Gentlemen, please stop fighting. Papa. Exactly. Papa Regal. Bill Riggs. Literally being the Papa. Lord Other Steven guts. Regal coming that, out to. He's a man. Is 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 uh William Regal his his real name or is that his shoot name? Stephen Regal. And his uh, real name is Stephen uh, Regal, right? And no. he's going. He gets William. Does he get William Regal in AEW? Uh, I think it's because he had a. He owns. He he has okay, his names okay. before, um, but he is, his name is actually Darren Matthews. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh that. yeah. Isn't there a wrestler named Darren Matthews after him? There's Darren right? Young. Or if Darren I just Young. you've been saying Darren Matthews, and I've been thinking of a child. I've, I've never said that. Yeah, you're thinking of Darren Young, the wrestler, and Corey Matthews, the uh, television uh, Yeah, character. I think so. I think I am. My friend Ben Savage. I used to talk to him on the phone with Chris <laughs> yeah. Channel. Yeah. Um, I fucking... The, the sight of Regal with uh, Moxley's blood all over his head from, like, yeah. headbutting him was fucking just great. It was and so just, fucking man, good. like... They have all my, besides the women, they have all my favorite parts of NXT except for Johnny. That's the one missing piece. And imagine got, if he joined well, this stable. And, I mean, Johnny and Triple H. But, um, <laughs> like... I wouldn't want Gargano on this one. He would, he would be... He's not... Hey, guys. He's not... No, they he's turn not him into a man. No, they turn <laughs> him into a man. He's their young boy. He's just like... What if Johnny you- Gargano comes in as a young boy? Do you like Star We don't know Wars? if he'd end up with goddamn best friends and be a geek, and I love the best friends, but all they do is fucking lose, and it makes me sad. It, yeah. It's it's a bummer, and Trent's fucking hot now. He deserves some wins. Trent's really real, fucking real. good, too, and he's what, been yeah. good. What if yeah. they steal Trent from best friends for this in this table? I just, like, I'm trying to imagine my favorite young boys for them, and I want it to look like a dojo. I want them to, like, all shave their heads, like... But Where be just like the black trunks, yeah, just black trunks, except like a little more cultish because it's fucking Daniel Bryan, who's a very weird dude. You have to imagine. I was thinking about this with like 
you got Regal, and then of course you got Undisputed Era all up in AEW. Now you have Andrade, to imagine Malachi. Yeah, exactly. You have to imagine all the best parts. You have to imagine Triple H is just like, Dad, you gave all my toys away. You gave all oh, my yeah. toys away. Now they're playing with them over there. You gave all my Tim's toys away are named a butch. <laughs> yeah. You gave all my toys away and I'm mad. I would hate it, dude. I would be so pissed if I was Triple H. Be like, that's all my fucking guys. I can't get that mad dude. right now, or else his heart will explode. His heart will fucking explode. I'm yeah. gonna have another incident. Yeah, just just a bunch of years of work just down the fucking. Team it really though, honestly, it, but it is it, Triple I mean, H trying to kill him. I mean, is Vince trying to kill him? Give him a little heart attack. Your heart, you know, your heart went out. Now you're weak. I'm giving away all your toys. <laughs> you're not strong like I thought you were. You could have been my son. They're just like that. What about part. me, Dad? Shut up, Shane. You're fine. Ew, Shane. I told you to get out of here. Ew. How is your heart still good? I wanted you to be the sad one. How have I been poison slowly poisoning you for years and yet you're still coming around? You just breathe heavy as fuck. Fucking cockroach, Shane. Get out of here. Shane is a fucking cockroach. <laughs> um, yeah. Great match, though. Fucking. Uh, yeah, like, so good. William, to, William Regal at the fucking helm like, now, dude. Cousin, we can go through move by move, but it's just like at the end of the day. It was exactly what you wanted from these days. Exactly. It have, was violence. I have much less notes for good matches than I do for bad ones. Same here, because at the end, like, I just like start, like, I just watch them. I'm like, that was good. Yeah, it is a match like, like this. That you kind of are like, well, what, what, what else is there to say? Exactly like you were saying, it's like, it's exactly what you would, would have expected. You have the best technical wrestler in the world, one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, one of the best brawlers in the world. Yeah. And they're, they're fucking complimenting each other. I up will uh, technical then, wrestler of the year award is named the the, Daniel, the Brian Brian Danielson, Danielson award. And then the one Observer, of the best so. television presences comes out. Yeah. Like, and the fact that the three of them have this mission to fucking like come together is like unstoppable. Like that's yeah. really a fucking needle mover. I think for me, for AEW, yeah. but it, like it makes me, I mean, I watched, Oh no, I didn't get a chance to watch this week, but I try to watch every week because it's like, this is my show now. Like, mm-hmm. It's it's not as good, not even close, in my opinion. To the I like NXT, NXT Level Up. That's my personal show of the week. Mine's the main event. <laughs> but um, it's just... one of the things I thought was funny on Wednesday was like Regal just putting over Brian like for minutes. He's like the definition of you're everything. You're everything I wish I could have been. And then like and then like with fucking Mox is like you're crazy. And then. <laughs> 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 like, it was like one line about like and, Mox like being like unhinged or whatever, and then he's like, "Oh, right, and Brian, you're actually still really good." Like, goddamn! I so was Mox, was like, those, that's what Mox those was, three for now. Yeah, it's only been okay, a week. Okay. Um, that Mox wouldn't want him to say any more about him though. That's like it's kind yeah. of perfect. Like Mox would be like, "Ah, sh- shut up, shut up, William. Just, I, just let me smoke my cigarettes." Okay. Really did- shut up. It felt like to me too, like a way for it felt like a really genuine moment for William Regal to like thank Daniel Bryan for being like, you have made it so that my name keeps getting brought up when people talk about how good you are. Like you have kept my name in this realm to make it so I can be here. It felt like a really genuine, like show of appreciation for someone like that. He really has helped out along the way. And Daniel Bryan has done or Brian Danielson has done so much to also keep William Regal's name and legacy alive too, intentionally. It's him and who was the the guy in the r- Wrestling Road Diaries, you say, who was a commentator for a little bit, I think, for NXT, who got injured or he retired or something. Corey Graves? No. 
Wrestling Group Diaries was was Colt Cabana, Brian Danielson, and a guy named Sal Renaro who was just. What's the second wrestling. one then? That is Cliff Colt Cabana, Cliff Compton, and uh, Luke Gallows. Okay, then. Okay, this guy he was an NXT commentator, uh, British. He loved British wrestling. Super oh, no, Nigel. Nigel, Nigel yes, McGinnis? Yes. The sad story. Yeah. Nigel has a sad oh, story. Oh, that wasn't the Wrestling Road Diaries. That was his own just oh. depressing documentary. Yes. Yeah. And I the think Nigel documentary was so sad and I think he's he was the, so bitter. I think he's in the Daniel Bryan DVD. I have a lot too. Yeah, I can see that. The yeah. Brian Danielson one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also another like big regal guy. Yeah, and so the thing that sucks about this is just a tangent on Nigel. Well, I just Brian were, uh, him and uh, Brian were getting signed together, but oh, um, Brian Lawler. Nigel, no, uh, Nigel's, uh, yeah, Nigel's body was all yeah, fucked up yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. torn to shreds, and he never got his shot, and he couldn't really go on. He had to retire um, because he told and, the truth. Yeah, because he told the truth. And it was just fucking depressing. Like his documentary that he made mm-hmm. is so sad because he is so bitter. He does not want to do it, but like he kind of has to. But it's then his, w- his WWE, like his Fed one, it's on the Peacock. I'm pretty sure it is really good because he's come to terms with it and he's happy and he gets to also be around wrestling again. And at the end of the day, that's all. Like they just love wrestling. The the, the commentary team that we had for a very short minute of. Beth Phoenix, Nigel McGuinness, and Morrow. We we had that at one point, right? They just they just uh, mentioned Morrow's name on the in my NXT journey. He and, he's only doing commentary on on the weekdays yeah. shows, not the takeovers yet. But yeah. I'm so stoked! I'm so stoked! Sorry, it's it, that team is unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Like also, I I I started absolutely loving when it was uh, was it Tom, Nigel, and uh, Percy? Yeah, I like that Morrow. too. I do. And Morrow, Nigel, and Percy, like any of those were just yeah. was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Percy ended up getting decent. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um, uh, yeah, Regal rocks. Yeah, Go Regal rocks. And Regal's all elite. Yep. Um, next match. Blood and Guts match. The uh, Andrade <laughs> Hardy family office of friends versus Sting, a predator, and Sammy Guevara. Um, Piece I, of shit. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, two pieces of shit and Sting, who loves the <laughs> Lord, so it's probably a piece of shit. Fuck them all. Uh, I, I hope Sammy's grown and learned, but I don't know enough about him to know that. Uh, he still seems as grating as ever. He yeah. just said dumb stuff. At least he didn't hurt somebody. That's the thing. Shitty. Like I, I don't want to hold with his fiance and got with Tenara very quickly, but they <laughs> yep. all like. But she's still friends with them, so like, I say, like, I don't know. Yeah, hey, good. I, I don't yeah. care about that stuff yeah. as much. Like, yeah. But it just, like, it's one of those red flags, like that. Yeah. Makes you just pay attention. Like, was there any overlap? It seems legit, you know. But inarguably, Darby Allen can go fuck right off. Yep. Uh, but and that um, being said, I, gotta, I don't remember shit about this match other than fucking Sting going through multiple tables. It was just like an ECW brawl. They just did, uh, like they did, like that Spanish fly off the thing. Like that they just did so much. Sucked. They oh. they just did so much shit in this match. That's right before the main event where we've already seen so much shit. And it's like, it, it, it starts becoming into that thing. It's like, well, now like the main event has to try to top like a, a like a Spanish fly off of like part of the set. And then like a 62 year old man jumping off a balcony into tables. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're really like by putting everybody doing so much shit, mm-hmm. then the super kicks to the face that, you know, sell 
in your mm-hmm. main event. They're just like that's like mm-hmm. who fucking cares? And here's the thing, like that that sting spot wasn't the finish. And that spot, a spot off the they call it the vomitorium off the entryway, <laughs> um, it was the finish to TLC one or two. The one where Jeff Hardy went off um or no, that was the tables match that led to TLC. That's what yes, it was. it was the one that was at the Rumble. Mm. He does that to Bubba Ray. Yeah, that was the 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 tables match that then led to the TLC match at Mania. Um, like, mm. and that was the finish of that match. And then that wasn't the finish of this. And it, but it's not Jeff twenty three year old Jeff Hardy doing it. It's a fucking sixty three year old Sting doing it. it. This is another situation too, where the whole match was in same with kind of the uh, the grab the brass ring mat ladder match was it, it was all kind of in service for a different storyline uh where like that one was obviously setting up for shit with wardlow and mjf this one was just setting up for more dissension in the andrade hardy family office uh because like on wednesday they all it all turned it all broke up hardy got fucking booted out we don't have to we can get into some of the surprises after this but like uh the, the the match was inconsequential other than to be like oh yeah shit's getting dire for the ahfo uh, so I, I really don't remember too much about it other than it. Yeah, it was just an ECW style match, which I'll take. I'll take it. It did. I think the match did a disservice to the, the main event. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. It was too much. It was too much right before a big uh, like kind of storytelling match. Especially if you're going to have a buffer match, like make it like put the hook match on here, you know, mm-hmm. where yeah, something fun. Like, the crowd kind of can get back into some shit after just seeing like like a, a fucking war with Mox and Brian, but so it's something a little bit more fun, lighthearted. QT Marshall can like sound like an idiot and that. So yeah. And then we have the main event. Adam versus Adam. Uh, Adam really versus Paige. Also the, co- the crowd went into business for themselves here. They just were, mm. they just trying to have like, just get yeah. themselves over. Yeah, with I was the other thing is like there was the crowd was already like tired from such a long show, and then mm-hmm. like mentally drained from the match before this, and like and just all the crazy shit that had been happening for three matches straight. You know, like mm-hmm. um, and then there's also the fucking gimmick chant thing going on with it. Like, yep. it was just like. Yeah, they were never going to be able to like hold their attention at this point. It, it was like the yeah. fucking Roman Reigns Triple H WrestleMania match. Like it's just like <laughs> long at the long in at the end of like a whole night's worth of shit. And so it, it feels even worse than it I, like this was a good match, but it didn't feel that good. Like and just like that match it felt what, so long. Whatever, it just feels long. Mm-hmm. It felt so long. I really liked the matches. I love Adam Cole matches because they're just Shawn Michaels matches at this point. Um, yeah. you and can Shawn Michaels is the best wrestler of all time. So, oh, he's not, but um, it's like you can just tell like he's gotten polished by some really good minds because he just, especially now, like in a big main event match and not just like beating John Silver on Rampage. Um, it's like oh, Adam Cole's very fucking good, and it's yeah. like. He's he's really has stepped up, and a lot of his stuff that he does is um, awesome. I people who were ragging on like Gargano and Cole matches um, better not have anything good to say about this one because this was just as overindulgent. Um, it went. I felt like, and this was just because also just a super long show. 
it felt so long and the end felt so so and so and so and that's like wrapped up in the fucking thing no selling like almost every fucking thing but it's like then we just like like those super kicks really don't mean shit because it's like we just saw a 62 year old man jump off the thing and so it, it just was like uh and then like no selling the super kicks no selling like adam like cole like yeah it took like a lot to put him away but like Nothing he did ever put Paige away, and like he snows like kicked out of all his finishes, made sure all those were done. So it was. Uh, I was disappointed. I was expecting a lot from it, and like I felt it was good up until like kind of towards the end. Then it just kind of went into that overindulgent mode mm. yeah. because like it went to the overindulgent mode, and I was tired, but, but not. Mm-hmm. I'd say it wasn't as overindulgent as um, Cole and Gargano. But that one went to such a level that it was like elevated. Like it was yeah. like watching like fucking um like a hyper violent movie, like like fucking Robocop or like something or like anything like that that's like purposefully being or like John Wick, like those things that are like elevating violence, you know, being so over the top that's a different thing. That was Colin Gargano. This like was short of that, but still over an indulgent. Yeah. yeah. I ended up like, because I watched this after work the next day and I uh, fell asleep, but I did uh, catch the end and I did see what I wanted to see, which was a buckshot lariat into a super kick. So Mm. honestly, I was happy. And the the moonsault in the super kick was even, I would say even better than the. That was a perfect uh, Adam Cole timed, perfect Adam Cole timed super kick when Hangman's going for that moonsault right in the fucking chin. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Loved it. So good. I, I thought there was a lot of, and I don't know, it, it does come down to, it happens on a lot of fucking Adam Cole matches, it seems like, but like there was some no selling of some pretty hefty ass moves there. Um, you said especially exactly coming from what, oh, they, what Isai and Zach were saying while you were in the bathroom. No, time. I was here the whole time. Okay. So yeah, we already covered it then. But mm-hmm. other than that, the whole match is good. Um, the, it, it led up to that successful like crescendo to a buckshot lariat. Mm-hmm. that you know what i was hoping for i was hoping for adam cole does do that so good though is any match well i mean it takes two to tango but most matches you see adam cole in, especially high profile he does such a good job of building to the climax that like i think he'll probably get more and more so uh, to me for. like it it went to like if you think about like just in terms of volume it, like they were turning it up and then they just kept going too much <laughs> And so it started peaking and then started it was blowing out the speaker a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's like the speaker yeah. blew out on this. Like for me, the speaker blew out. And it's so like by the end of it, like, it's like when you nut and they're still going. <laughs> n- no, <laughs> it's more like, like I said, it's like a speaker blowing out. And so it was, it was like, it was good and it was getting good and it was getting loud. That crescendo's there. But then they just kept going too far. Yeah. You know, they got to know when to release. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes you got to know when to jizz. Exactly. And I feel like, the length of the show, the length of the match, everything that had happened before had kind of put that already like a little far. And so then, then the like on a normal show, you have that match. It's going to be fucking cool because you usually don't have like three matches with blood and dives and this, this and that and everything preceding mm-hmm. it, you know? So mm-hmm. I still don't think too, it's like hard because I like hangman Adam page. I like him a lot. But I don't, he just does not have that same present, that same caliber of presence that Adam Cole has. So it is kind of um, hard to, to, to see. I, I, I don't know. I think 
Adam Page has a really good presence, but he's a babyface. Yeah, um, and Adam Cole has been a favorite for a long time. And like Page when is new. Adam Cole is Agent that like, new. Yeah, Ada, he's I, new to the big the big leagues. But well, like new to the main event scene, he's new to being at this level. Um, Adam Cole is like top of the business level of charisma and like you know and just like just likability even like you either love him or you love to hate him and like an equal measure and like also, putting him like, against putting him against Adam Page right now does Adam Page no favors like because Adam Page is good but not this yeah also like Cole was learning from like guys like Triple H who are like who like love him or hate him everybody knows that Triple H like as far as like psychology wise was one of the best and like Jerry always could present assassin. his he could always present his character in very specific ways and got that over to the fucking moon every time yeah. and went all in with it like even like when he was doing poo poo pee pee jokes <laughs> in DX 2.0 um, it's like it was still like like he felt that it was still real and like mm-hmm. his charisma oozed off of it even as he's they're talking about dicks as just as Vince McMahon and like <laughs> being able to sit under that kind of learning tree for Cole, like, like and it's not, there's a knock like, like coming up in any other way, but it's like how much Cole talks about how huge that was in his career. You can see mm. that shit and how big it is now. Cause I loved Cole before he signed. I thought he was a star then. I think he's even more of a star and he's even better now. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Like this dude could, carry it like this dude can legit carry a company yeah, yeah. absolutely because it's like he's been learning that from triple h and also learning to do that same level of character work in ring from Shawn michaels yep mm-hmm. what the, the best fuck? of all time like yeah exactly and triple for the h. world of like uh for hangman page i'm more interested to see like they were te- you know kind of teeing it up on dynamite that the next sort of obstacle page is going to have to face is is his friendship with the dark order he's now at a, a high level he is now at the, the pinnacle of yeah. the, the the title holders position that you can have uh and his friends really were pinnacle. like hey we'll have your back in that title match he's dude like, with Adam Cole. you're not good enough to tag with me and he's like uh actually yeah i uh, no, i got some i got some other guys and they're like okay well maybe we'll see you later then you know and uh it's just I, that's going to be the next sort of like story i think is how is he going to handle the big time now that he's the, now it's that he's on be, top i already know where this is going it's page and the bucks versus cole and red dragon yeah it's well no, perfect triples match sure sure but like uh you know as far as like narrative character arc stuff goes he's got oh a, he's they, they, they were they, they teased it like all that shit exactly like on on dynamite uh, that's uh, all I'm saying the bucks like with the bucks like he's, oh with cole with the no, like yeah, like Cole's gonna go with Dragon and then uh Red Dragon and then Paige is gonna be at the Bucks. Like that's what they're they're going for. Like with mm, the friends like and shit. I don't like that. No, that's perfect. <laughs> I don't like it. It makes the most sense. Sucks. <laughs> um yeah, that was the show. Um Revolution, wasn't yeah. it? And wasn't it though? It revolutionized it, though. uh women's wrestling. Yeah, they need to do better. I'm sorry, but I can't keep waiting for 2020. Yep. I'm sorry. It's 2022. They've been a company for a while. Three years, dude. I keep forgetting that. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, they're new. It's maybe because they've only been good for like six months. (laughs) Debatable. Like, when did NST 2.0 start? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, no, it's like they, they do like the things that they care about and they want to do well, they do well. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. I think, what gets frustrating yeah. is that it's like, oh, like maybe put like, like just a little bit of care. It was well worth the $60 I paid. Wink, 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 wink. Yeah, it's like you have the ability to tell a cool story, so do it. Yeah, do it. And then don't give us lip service if you're not going to do it. That's the that's the worst thing is to like try to defend uh, yourself against criticism and then not even attempt to to change what people are criticizing you for. But and also don't don't, don't send racist after a black woman when she criticizes Ugh. you. Also, yes. Yeah. Right. Seriously, completely. They dropped the ball every step of the way. I thought it was going to get better when Cody left. And now I'm like, God damn, someone <laughs> Cody wasn't the problem. I guess not. Because it was well, it was a problem, but not that. It was a different yeah. problem. It was different with Cody because everything he says sounds like a gimmick, whereas Tony Khan is a real human being, kind of. With the, the, he's not he a signs character. the checks. He signs yeah. the checks. Yeah. He's not a character, and he's saying stuff that Cody would say. So it's dumb. It's yeah. all dumb. AW fucking. So the longer he talks, the more he sounds like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> It's true, dude. Well, and honestly, like, I I agree. I think there's only a... And maybe it's just because we've been doing this for a while. And, like, I was so on board, you know, like, when we first started doing this show with watching WWE every week and just loving the characters and getting into it. And I think just as we watch more and more, the the, the huge presentation that comes with a, uh, a multi-million dollar wrestling company, I do think is always going to kind of have its limitations. Like, yeah. there's so many people that we love there but they're, they're catering to way too large of an audience to give us everything we want. Uh, and so I, it has been kind of a, a fun journey diving more into seeing what's going on more like locally, regionally and stuff where it's like, I can just get behind these people and root for them and not have to feel like I'm also contributing to uh, this like massive corporation who's like doing shit that obviously doesn't align with the shit they're saying as far as being progressive and, and changing the fucking world of pro wrestling with inclusion. You know what is cool, Matt? What's Uh, cool, man? Watching old NXT takeovers and watching a small change actually progress in a in a company. Yeah, watching people get better, watching them sign cool people, man. It takes time. I'm having the best time doing this research. It it, it Mm takes it takes time, but it's just like like they themselves a disservice by mm-hmm. promising the world you, then, yeah you yeah. can be two great wrestlers have a great match but if there's not story there or, or the people behind you aren't also hyping it up then you can only attain a certain level of like hype for it yep yeah and like the hype bros aren't around anymore so unfortunately we just need a little more mojo we don't get hype or stay hype anymore also is mojo gonna start controlling his narrative we can start talking about that now that oh yeah is he, is he I part of that I don't know that he's going to ever wrestle again. He had COVID, long COVID for like 13 Ooh, months. Damn. Yeah. He thought he was hey, die. dude. Fucking Killer Cross is all fucking control your narrative. That's for sure. Well, that so, contr- so control your narrative is a promotion that is started by. Big uh, strong man. Is that his new name? Uh, Titan Adam Scheer. Um, We got Ethan Carter, the third EC three, the essential character three checks out Michael, Michael Hutter. <laughs> How did he end up um, owning that name? How did Derek Bateman? I, I've never considered that before. Like, um, impact Dixie just gave I, it to him. It, yeah, his, his aunt Dixie. No, <laughs> um, impact pretty much let anybody like take their names from that time. I can remember like the weird like anthem sale from like Panda Energy. Yeah, and Jarrett had it and Corgan had it and all this so shit. Um, 
they released like if you had a gimmick with them, you can use it. That's did, how Matt so, Hardy was also able to get his okay. broken stuff. That's right. I just like did Chelsea oh, Green does really? not quite get that because she was like I've never heard her use. Whatever. I don't think she wants to use Laurel Van Ness. Fair Real enough. quick, speaking of Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy came out on oh, Wednesday. Yeah. He debuted on Wednesday. Did yep. he? Uh, this feels like the old times. We haven't recapped in a while. Um, they was it the old Hardy Boys theme or yeah, was it uh, it's public Hardy domain? Theme? It's what public. Do- it? That that song is what was oh, always. Oh, it's the domain. one that I hear on Ink Master. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that song was oh. um. So if you own a, there's like this giant collection of music that it came yeah. from, like, and that's what they had to license. There's apparently a couple other really funny things in part of that collection. There's a hardcore yeah. Hollies. Hardcore Hollies theme is part of that co- same collection. So. Also, the beginning of a Slipknot song is like a sample from a bunch of public domain. Yeah. It's like it's the same reason why um. Uh, it's only Sonny's music. You'll hear it in all their stuff every once in a while because it's public domain music because they had no budget the first season. Um, mm-hmm. like, and oh, so it's like yeah. the same same idea. So anyone just buys this giant library of music and then just scrolls through looking for a song that fits. They don't know it's also famously used by, you know, the Hardy Boys or on It's Only Sonny, like stuff like that. Yeah. And so they, yeah, they bought that. And so I love that everybody's getting beaten down and he's still so fucking dance. doing the diet. He's just dancing. It's like, I don't it's give a very, shit. My brother's getting his fucking ass kicked. Dude. I'm it's very, here. it's very, it's very fed to me because I remember Rhea Ripley did that. Oh, I hate that. She did her little stomp all the fucking she, shots. Like, was getting her ass whooped. Getting her ass beat. But then also like they were up against time <laughs> and they were like about to go off the air like 40 <laughs> seconds. And like, she still does her stomp. I got to get my fed. brutality moment. The, 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 entrances in the pandemic era before they figured out what they were supposed to do were insane like roman reigns walking up slowly and looking all around the arena like the crowds <laughs> there like once they got it figured out it was great but man and then when it was just like th- like six wrestlers behind plexiglass for a minute yeah. and yeah, they were man. still doing the full entrances and then then god i miss bailey i miss pam yeah big, back, big he was the best Big E was the best because he like would roll down the ramp and yeah. shit. <laughs> and I heard that and fucking Bailey just yelling at Michael Cole all the time. Like, yeah, like I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, is Nia Jax better control your narrative? No, I mean, she's she never going to wrestle again. Either. She said she's never going to wrestle again and that she's like happy for that. The world's like, we are too, dude. Yeah, you are scary is. in the ring. You're so safe. this is a um, so control your narrative is a promotion um that says they're like not affiliated with any political party or ideology um then why do i associate them so strongly with fucking QAnon? why do i because that that is also like the vibe that they give off that they're like that they're trying to uh is that dude there the drake drake he's not he's too far off for even them damn they they bobby bobby wants to work there real bad he's probably like um like for a while in TNA where R- Russo was hired, but they had to be secretive about it. And then they found out that they had hired Russo and then other people got fired for that. <laughs> secret yeah. Russo. Dude, we can never have a secret Russo. Because owl, owl energy never wanted to have like anything to do business wise with Russo. So they just kept it a secret. And, and Spike TV didn't either. And then yeah. they lost their Spike TV deal because they're fucking idiots. Um, but yeah, so they're like they're very like like it's like all oh, these corporate greed and this this and that, and then like they're using also their name to fucking 
push like control your nutrition like supplement and spice products. oh and nfts yeah Alex and nfts oh my god oh my god if alex jones shows up i will shit my pants because Dude, they're running yeah, their show they're running their shows in like the in like the event rooms of like honky tonk bars which i think is rad as fuck that's sick but it's also like what are you it. doing dude <laughs> i had a also- friend that went to it and uh they said it, they're the, definitely the only person wearing a mask. They're like, yeah. everything's freedom of choice and this kind of shit. But because your friend wasn't just, out there controlling his own narrative. Just, it's it's everyone, definitely just Joe Rogan, the wrestling show. Everyone yes. comes out to proud to be an American. It's did just they Joe have everyone Rogan, do, the wrestling show. Like, that's did they what not, it is. Did I dream this? I thought they, they started the event off with like people fucking doing like the Pledge of Allegiance or National, like fucking taking their shit off, hat off for a national anthem or something. I mean, probably because Braun's there. I might have been dreaming it, but I feel like I heard that. But um, yeah, it's a dumbass promotion, dude. Gun versus gun match. Draw your narrative. Yeah, the right to bear arms. Um, and then so like they have people like like people we talked about. They have Weston Blake, the former Wesley Blake. They oh, got Carrion okay. Cross. Um, the big signing that they just did, and I'm very sad about this one, is. Uh, a guy right that we know Samoa as Fandango. Joe. Oh, really? No, what? But Breeze? his name? No, Fandango. Oh, okay. Dango. That, that makes more sense than Breeze to me. Okay. But uh, his name there is apparently going to be the Violator, because it just says, like on his promo picture, it just says, "Control your narrative," and then Violator at the top. So I mean, look, we can't control his narrative. I've learned that. But look, that's awful. That's a really bad move. That's a bad call. Also, they they sign people like Austin Aries and shit, and they're like mm. they're against cancel culture, and like you're not getting canceled here. And this and is for people with a uh, white man without the voice, I guess. Lo, lo, maybe, I hope they sign low key. I really maybe, hope they sign low key. <laughs> maybe Dango's just trying to get paid, and no one else will do it. Like him, I, him, him, and uh, Derek Bateman, Ethan Carter were like really good friends. And and oh, Bell, okay. So. Yeah. Oh, and so because they, they spent a lot of time weird together. together. Yeah, and, and it's also like when they're twenty, so maybe like their political ideologies and everything have kind of went different paths. But it's like, oh, it's my buddy Mike. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I hope that I really hope that that gimmick is him making fun of the fact that he can't even do that gimmick in yeah in this company because that yeah. that I could see him working on that level. It's like he does seem self aware enough to know that doesn't sound good, but well. I guess time will tell. I'll read about it because I sure as shit ain't gonna watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the only thing I watch these days. Cyn. The are only you, thing I watch these days is Total Divas. Are you creating uh, control your narrative in two K twenty two? Yes, because <laughs> oh, you yeah. can, right? Like, says like, you can do you can, you can do anything you want. There's so many wrestlers in there that are not outside anymore. It's very weird. Yeah, it's very yeah, strange. Um. <laughs> Yeah, very, very odd. I, d- I just realized we never talk weekly anymore. And this is going to no. be a rare chance we have to yeah. Uh, yeah. talk weekly. Talk um, Stone, Cold Butch. Steve- Butch. Oh. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a. Uh, he's coming. He's not necessarily having a match, but he's going to have a fight. Be in- involved in a KO show. Yeah, it's so uh, weird the way they're saying it. Like, God. I think it's because they're waiting for Austin to tell him, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I'm comfortable doing. Stone Cold's a known perfectionist. He said this millions of times. That if he would ever come back, he'd want to make sure that it would be, uh, it would be um, like fitting for his legacy, live, live up to his name. 
So it apparently he's and it can't be better than the rock match, but like it could be Kevin better o- than the last one. It could okay. be. I, the last, are, I think that story of the last one is perfect. Yeah, but yeah. This yeah, could be a this could be a like fitting addendum to that. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. With with uh against Kevin, which is yeah. exciting. They're brawlers, they're they want a punch and kick. But this I could also a, see a from his first stunner match. From what it also yeah. seems like though, is like, I mean, it's not like they've been planning this for months with Steve Austin. It's been like he's been approached within like a month or two of WrestleMania to be like, hey, do you want a match? Which I can see why that would be like, why don't fucking put me in that position. But like, apparently he's doing a lot of cardio, so they're it's making it seem like it's not just like a boot and stutter interview segment. Like that's yeah. actually going to be something. Mm. Yeah. And so I, it's probably going to start out as like the Kevin Owens show. And they're going to do that. Hopefully to just be like kind of taper some expectations a little bit, but then it's probably going to be like rock versus hopefully not in length, but the way the match came together, rock versus uh checks notes, Rowan, the rocks last match. Mm. What? Wow. The rock last match was that. Yeah. It was that mania against Eric Rowan. Six seconds. Whoa. Short one. Why? Um, No, it was the last second thing. Um, The rock couldn't actually be insured to have a real match, um, but every single person in the world was hurt. He was supposed to have a match against triple H at that mania. Originally, Mm. that was the original plan. Um, If you go back to WrestleMania 31 sting versus triple H, there's they, they, they set up the rock versus triple H for the next year. Just shit didn't work out. Um, Everyone's hurt. At that, that mania, so that makes me want Rock Roman even more. If like that's if it's gonna happen, it'll be in ended, a year. If that's how his career ended, like no, it. I think that's perfect. Just take, just last take Rowan and just turn it to Roman. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna have um, a graphic that's like just Rowan's name, and then just the W just turns around. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that's how they did. Like if, instead of like uh, like the superstar shakeup that they would do, they would do trades. And it's like, uh-oh, Eric Rowan has been traded from Raw. Who did SmackDown get? Then the W just changes over. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spinner belt graphic comes up and spins. Um, are, they, are they just gr- draft gimmicks and now Roman's the Vintner? <laughs> oh, fuck <but> yeah. <laughs> honestly, I'm getting hyped for Mania. We Me get, too. We're, it's the we're greatest. It's, a, no- it's stupendous, dude, or whatever they're calling it. Knoxville versus Sami Zayn for the IC, well, the IC title. Ricochet yeah, has Ricochet. the title. Yeah, Ricochet's Intercontinental Champion, which is sick. Yeah, we got Finn as the U.S. Champion, which mm. is sick. And him versus I, and him versus uh, um, Priest other, is gonna be fucking yeah. Priest is gonna be good. great. Demon versus Priest. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. This this mania is shaping up to be fun. And it's and Becky Bianca, right? Be there. Or is it yeah. Charlotte Bianca? Okay, should Charlotte, Charlotte Ronda? Yeah, Charlotte Ronda Rousey. Uh, dumb. And yeah, and Patty Patty M's gonna be there fighting uh, Cody or Austin. Austin, Austin, Austin Theory. Uh, the Seth is still waiting for a match, and apparently the one that is <laughs> still being negotiated, is, still waiting for being it, negotiated is against Seth and Cody. So like Seth just did like a social media blackout thing, and so mm. we'll see. Um, see what happens. Uh, fucking- Vince, Vince has been very secretive, like in the last year with him mm. and Bruce Pritchard fabing the fucking creative team and the people who work there mm-hmm. and not telling them shit. Yeah. So but great work. I, environment. I, we'll fucking see. I fucking love Meltzer's concept that Cody is pillmaning right now. Like, because he already got like, 
what is he who is he like pillmaning who is he like saying like oh they're gonna offer me more money because this he already like lost his job basically he's just out there floating in the ether he has no yeah he's still just cashing in on those fucking roads to the top and AEW proved like hey we don't necessarily need you yeah Mm -hmm. they just that's all they did is like yeah, I'm like, we kind of like it better without you. Yeah, like, that's just the most nonsensical thing I've ever heard in my life. But also, that would maybe be par for the course. That's pretty true to character for Cody Rhodes. And Cody also, it's par, par for the course for Meltzer, maybe having, like, a little bit of information and then making up his own, like, thing yeah. after it. Because yeah. the part of the thing is, it's like, oh, he's weighing his options from every company, mm-hmm. and then he turns it into this, you know? And, uh, he he's could even show be up that. at Ring of Honor. He's lever- I would not be surprised, actually, if he showed up at Ring of Honor and, like, was, like, basically the new, like, you know, big boss man to be, not actually the rest of big boss man, but, like, big. <laughs> Ooh, you know what else, though? I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he's angling for a long-term fucking dumbass thing where he signs a one-year contract with wwe does a, a little run there to make a, a buck now he comes back to aew and because he left and comes back he, he's severed the rule where he can't challenge for the aew championship <laughs> hey, anymore hey it would actually for the first time in his career be true that he went from un, undesirable because no one wanted him in aew anymore Dude, if he pulled that off, he would be pretty undeniable. And now he comes back and he's like, I hit the reset button. I can t- challenge for your title now. Also, and everyone's like, okay. I shit, ended actually, racism yeah. again. Yeah, I had another mixed race child. <laughs> I was out there defending the, the human race. With my dick. <laughs> With my dink. And that's all there was to With it. my American yep. dick. <laughs> And that's where we'll oh, leave you, you, dear audience. My, that's where we'll leave my you. My red, white, and blue-blooded dick. Mm, you can go to the doctor, oh, so Cody. Before we started recording, uh, Matt was talking about his grandpa just fucking... I mean, we're late <laughs> enough in the podcast that I would just say, if my grandpa's listening, I, I hope you're um, happy and healthy in every way possible. Like, and Kit Kat? Break, well, no, gotta go, dude. <laughs> oh, Matt's gotta go. Matt's trying to break himself off a piece of that. No, I would never say that about my own grandfather. I would never say such a thing about my grandfather. He did. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And that only lives and dies in our memories. (laughs) Uh, But he just implied that he did. No, I didn't. That's stop. No, he didn't. That's that's it. Lawyered. Plus, dude, no, I didn't. That's the show. Again, thank you everyone for the outpouring of love about Terry Funk and uh, enjoy our upcoming. No, everybody, and um, but especially Bryson and Eddie Kingston. Also, uh, enjoy that here soon. We'll be diving into our first little fun series about yeah. Mr. NXT. And Not just Mr. NXT, it's NXT. The greatest wrestling show that has ever happened. Um, and it, the greatest game show that has ever happened. No. Bryson find Bryson is just, it's too good. Fuck, dude, it's true. <laughs> It's got the mileage oh, on it too. Ta- Taskmaster, that's the best game show. I've heard good things about Taskmaster. That show fucking rips. Um, yeah, but do they have a, a little microphone? No. Yes, sometimes. Actually, I'm oh. sure they have it sometimes. That's they a got Alex mics. Thing. Um, I want the little one on the big stick though, like Bob Barker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you. Oh, a tree fort live soon. Uh, free. Um, all you need come, to know, baby. Come if That's you all you need to know, motherfucker. If you feel comfortable, our set will be specifically requiring a, a you know, wearing of masks. 
Yeah, and we're in the same room as like the big podcasts that were actually talked about in the email, even though we've we should have been. Um, so it's there's going to be a lot of room. So yeah, it'll be easy to sit away from people you don't want to sit by. For sure, we're we're doing what we can to make it feel as safe as possible and welcoming for yeah. everyone because for- we know that they're whatever's going on with with Tree Fort. You know, they're yeah. making decisions to open things up, and that's their decision to make. But for our uh, fuck them. Our set for our our set of things we can control. We're gonna we're gonna control we can our to make own it narrative as, yeah. as make it we're as safe as, as possible. So we will be requiring that uh, masks are worn indoors in the room. But also, yeah, like, it's a big fucking a, room. Also, views and opinions that may have been shared by me are not all about what the genuine wrestle boys as a whole are no. about. I yeah, mean, but, genuine wrestle boys as a whole are very <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck them, dude. <laughs> but fuck them, but come watch us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come watch us. It'll be fun. It, it's free. You don't even have to give them money. Um, yeah. yeah. You just give, give us the money you would Please. give them. Give us the yeah. money. Just, yeah. Come to the show and give us the money. Yeah. Give us the money. We have Banner now. Give us the money. Yeah. Look at Banner, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should yeah. have a mission accomplished Banner up behind us as well. <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> yes, okay. Family um, love, Michael. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Um, Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler of all time. No. And Hallelujah. Uh, no, we're not ending the, it like that. Says That's the how I've been ending it for weeks. Amount of wrestling. Hey, guess yeah. what he sized? So Never. do I. <laughs> hey, show us your coolest Shawn Michaels shirt versus your coolest Bret Hart shirt. Oster. <laughs> yeah. Darren I Oster. I have three Bret Hart shirts and zero Shawn Michaels. Well, shirts. well, I have friggin' the IC title, and I say Shawn Michaels looked a lot hotter with it than Bret did. Yeah, God, Bret had it in '92, and he was in girly magazines. Yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels with this white belt. It was a, he still had the mullet. It was covering his penis, right? Good. Anyway, because he was naked and it was covering up his Johnson. Shawn Michaels is the best wrestler of all time. Brett. And Russell Boys 316 says Matt Brett. wishes Matt hopes his grandpa fucks. Brett, Brett was an adulterer. He can't be the greatest. <laughs>